Hello, this is Do Go On. I'm Matt Stewart. And I'm Taran Jayamana. And uh, we're in Sydney. And uh, we're about to be in Brisbane. And we're doing live shows. They're called Dry Dryer. And also, who knew with Matt Stewart in both those cities? And you can get details at mattstewartcomedy.com. Anything else you want to tell the good listeners that do go on, Saran? Well, the whole point of this was you thought that it might be more engaging if you had a different voice. But you've said most of the information. So, hey, come see us in Sydney and Brisbane. Yeah, that was engaging. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Welcome to another episode of Do Go On. My name is Dave Warnicky, and as always, I'm here with Matt Stewart and Jess Perkins. Hello! Hey Jess, how's it going? Hey Dave, how's it going? And how good is it to be alive? It's even better than usual because we are joined not just by each other, <laughs> which is always a present in itself, but also by a newer present, Alistair Trombley Birchall's here! Oh my goodness! Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you, Mathica. Thank you, Davica. <laughs> oh, it's my honour. Hey, <laughs> Beaker. Yes, we did. The Beaker Boy. Hey, hey Al, I've got some exciting news for you. <laughs> uh, tonight, is... my stand-up hour is <gasps> premiering on the Stupid Old Channel. Oh, this has been hotly anticipated, right? Oh, yeah. I've been seeing it on, on YouTube and it's been saying, no, 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 not today. It's not coming yet. out soon. Uh-huh. Well, if you look at it today, it'll say, uh, 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 yes, today. Wow. Because it's, uh, when this episode comes out, it's, it's 8 p.m., Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. That could be, if but, you're in Australia on the Eastern Seaboard, that's your time. But Elsewhere now it's going to be, time. of course, Australian Eastern Good Time. Yes, that's right. For everyone who's right. watching your, stand, God, your, that's your right. thing exactly. that you, put, you uploaded. <laughs> when you first announced it a couple of weeks ago, there's a link that, you know, like a holding page for when it's going to go live. Mm. I was like, great, I'll click on that, give it a like, and it says, one waiting. Like someone, I would just imagine them there for three weeks, like at the front of the Apple Store, waiting for your special. I, I hope that that was. I hope that that was you, because you were in there. Yeah, that probably was you. Oh no! Yeah, but I've I, been there for three weeks. No, but there's a chance that there was somebody who set up their laptop and then set up a little tent in front of it. Yeah. Oh, that'd be fantastic. They don't want to miss a second. Every now and then, they get their their hand comes out. They sort of, you know, they waken the screen. They go. Not yet, so, <laughs> yeah. my pretty, like that, and then they go back to sleep in their sleeping bag. That is cans, so cans of beans yeah, and stuff like yeah, that, yeah. pooping in other cans. <laughs> Don't want to mess up those cans. It's just but... cans, yeah. I think in a way, uh, 
maybe an equally exciting thing is something I just found out. All four of us are going to be doing solo stand-up shows at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Yeah, can you believe, can you it? believe it? I'm very excited about is that. Is that the? I think that'll be the first time that that's ever happened. That all four of us. Yeah, considering it's Jess's the- first ever <laughs> solo show, I think that is and true. Yeah, that is technically oh, so true. So you actually are. I thought Matt was was giving you shit. No, no, you, I you actually, actually am. Are. Oh my goodness. My day, my debut. <laughs> is that is the that name of the show? Day <laughs> butt. Oh, that would be good, actually. Day butt. butt. Day butt, night butt. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Okay, yeah, that's pretty we good. We could do our shows back to back. I could do night butt. Stop trying to ride my coattails. Yeah, Stop trying to ride her butt. Coattails is where the butt is. I mean, you know, you could... You could Let me have my own thing. Let me have something for me. Okay, wanna... but can I just cash in on it? Yeah. <laughs> that's all I'm asking. <laughs> can I make money from what Somehow, you're doing? Please. Yeah, how exciting. Look, that's still a while away, isn't it? I really it? hope we don't clash so I can come and see it every night. You don't say it unless you're going to do it. Well, I'm 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 gonna get my title in right now. Yeah. It's Alice Tremblay Birchall in Alice Tremblay Birchall, no relation. Okay. <laughs> and when you did right. the that you did like um I, arm brackets. I there. did arm brackets that they nobody in parentheses? saw. Parentheses? Yeah, parentheses. Oh, I just the Americans. Know. Yeah. Did you grow up calling them parentheses? I grew up calling them uh a French, a French word for whatever it is. Ah, Julio Bedol. Beautiful language. He can do that because he speaks French. Yeah. It's offensive it's... if we do it. <laughs> it's, that sounded more like gibberish Italian to me. But... <laughs> a beautiful language. Oh. Language of love, I think yeah. they say. Ooh. Ooh la la, can I just say. <laughs> and it's an absolute pleasure to have you here. Gosh. Al, you know this, but some people at home might not know that this is Blockbuster Tober slash Blovember month, where we count down our <gasps> biggest and baddest topics. Thousands of people have voted for what they want us to, uh, big, to biggest talk and about. Biggest best topics. And Sorry, yes, but they're badass. Okay, oh, yeah. The ass on this is so bad. We're saving our, our biggest and worst topics for another month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's December. It's a write-off. Who cares? <laughs> but you could have badassed, <laughs> like with a T at the end. That kind of makes it like the most badass. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. So like best, you know. <laughs> who, who do you think has the worst ass of us four? Mm, I probably have the most like hair sprinkled over it. I'm just assuming. <laughs> oh, and I just, Shall we compare? Right? <laughs> Shall we compare? Well, it's an ass okay, off. I'll, I'll show you my day butt and my night butt. <laughs> and you tell me. We'll turn off the lights, turn on the lights. <laughs> that's what it's going to be. <laughs> Um, see which, which one you prefer But well, we've brought you here Al yeah. We've invited you here uh, Thank you so much for the goodness of your heart For You've prepared a report I believe for Blockbuster Tober mm. Month Yes, 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 yes or, Would you like to find out what, what I'm doing? Well um, You don't want to get too Full disclosure it. for yeah. the audience We know the topic Right it is the, <sighs> It's the third in a trilogy That's yeah. right And uh, I'm so excited for it uh, Of course Al, what, what are the first two Parts of this saga? Well, it all started really the audience authored the first one because yep. for years they were calling for Keen for Peen. That's right. Is that correct? That's they right. were very yeah. keen for Peen. They were too keen. Yeah. Oh, it was like, well, keep it cool. And yeah. so somebody needed to find a way they to They were turn. creepy for pee pee. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. God, that's good. So so I had to try to find a way to take that title and turn it into an episode. And I, I made it on the history of the penis. Yeah. And so trying to evolutionarily speaking, how to, where did it come about? And then uh, that seemed to go okay. And then people thought, well, let's let's balance the gender thing here. Uh, and let's make it lit for clit. Not, Not the, the gender, Al, the sex. Sex, the biological sex. I apologize. Thank you so much for that. I, that. That could have been a real rough period for me just then. You know, this being played at when I'm after a job that I get. 
<laughs> After a job that I, I just, get. Just before we offer this job, I just have to play you something. <laughs> <laughs> They've got a cassette tape. I was going, sorry, everybody. Sorry for anything I said. And so then we did Lid for Clit, and that was about the history of the, uh, the, the, cl- the clitoris. Which was such a big hit that I believe you took out our best guest reporter <gasps> at last year's uh, do go on Golden Shiny Gary Awards mm-hmm. as voted for by our Patreon supporters. Thank you so much, everybody. That actually meant a, a whole lot to me. And, you know, the fact that I could support clitorises in any kind of way feels like it was. Uh, it's, it really makes up for my uh, my life up until this point. <laughs> is, there, is there any better award to win than one you don't know exists until you've won it? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, because then you don't feel bad. There's yeah. no anticipation. No, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No pressure. Yep. I like. I just like winning. Do you think I can put that on my poster, comedy festival poster for Alistair? Yeah, Tom golden Virgil? shiny Gary winner, of course. Yeah, yeah, I oh, mean, golden shiny Gary. <laughs> we'll put it yeah, in the little, like the little leaf. You know how the the, yeah, the, the award draws in all the wreaths. Yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah. You just do that. Nobody actually then reads what's inside. Yeah, there. yeah, but the golden hairy Gary, golden shiny, shiny Gary. Gary. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. The Go- statue does have a very hairy ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the golden yeah. shiny it- Gary at the Do Go Honors. Awards. I love that. I thank you so much. Um, it's a bit like Academy Awards. Yeah. And the Oscars. Yeah. You know, like the trophy is an I am, Oscar. I'm, I am going to see if I can put it at least. Somewhere. I would put that on the poster. I would probably. do that. That'd yeah. be fun. Yeah, yeah. I'll see if my poster guy is into it. Um, <laughs> you got a poster guy? Well, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> you got a poster guy who goes vetoes over yeah, the video. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm like, not putting that award on there. He's like, okay. Is he going to retitle the show as well? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't get it. Now, should I start introducing yeah. what this what well, this possible yeah. topic is? I, I can, mean, I can do it in a, in a sort of roundabout way. Oh, I think that would be fantastic. Um, all right. So for today's episode, I want you to picture this. You find a 100 million year old dinosaur fossil wow. of a beaked, dog-sized, leaf-munching dinosaur named... Oh, my God. I want one. The, 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 the Cetacosaurus. <laughs> oh, right? Cute. Now, it is so well-preserved, right? You can still see some, the texture of the soft flesh there in the fossil, including some greenish. You can see some of the scales, right? And, uh, and, and then you see something that is an anatomical area that is still shrouded in mystery in, for dinosaurs, right? Because we lose all of that viable tissue most of the time, right? It's an orifice, Ooh, right? One but of the this, big three? One of the big three, I would say. <laughs> Maybe one of the big four, even. Matt's eyes are closed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really... Now, wait, isn't that what? Just... I thought I we all had our eyes closed. <laughs> nah, mate. Now, now this, this... I've been flipping you off for five minutes. <laughs> How are you picturing it without your I can eyes imagine closed? with my eyes open. Freaking That's crazy. Yeah. You're looking at two things at once. That's insane, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> um, how can you focus, right? This opening, right, has been flattened during the fossilization process. So you decide to reconstruct it using it into a three-dimensional model. So what you do is you get a paleo artist to help you during long afternoons walking through the National History Collections and photographing preserved animals' rear ends, <laughs> right? From amphibians to reptiles to birds, right? And then you turn your lens on the back ends of a friend's live chickens <laughs> this right? sounds like the coffee table book i've wanted for so long <laughs> right butts 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 through the ages <laughs> until you amass what we would call a hefty survey of the known 
cloacal <gasps> landscape. Oh my god! <laughs> wow! It the, that orifice was the cloaca. Wow! What? Yes, and what you are doing, right, is you are trying to recreate this vent, which is a a fancy word that falconers use for cloacas. Right? A vent. A vent. A vent. A vent right? You think of vent as a fancy word for cloaca? Yeah, I mean, you know, they're you know what falconers are like, <laughs> highfalutin, right? No, oh, yeah. And and then. Using this, they try to reconstruct it so that we can see the oldest known cloaca known to man. The and oldest vent. The oldest vent, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've seen air conditioning yeah. vents. You've mm-hmm. seen mm-hmm. other types. Yeah, I, I could actually call it my air conditioner's cloaca. You could. could go the other way. So, the topic today <laughs> is the cloaca, right? Now... What do you guys know about the cloaca? Very little. Yeah, I believe it's uh, it's some sort of uh, hybrid vent. Vent. Mm. A bit of a bit of an all-in-one type job. Yeah, that's right. It's like uh, the opposite of um, that Steve Jobs uh, speech that he made about the iPhone. I don't know right. if you guys remember that because he was like, "Yes, it is a phone. <laughs> yes, it is uh, a music player. Yes, it is a I don't know, calendar or calculator or something like that." Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. goes. But it's not three devices. It's one device. <laughs> right? Like that. Wow. So, well, actually, no, it's not the opposite. That's exactly what it was. Right? <laughs> so is it the opposite? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's exactly that It's exactly speech. that. Yeah. I, think yeah. he, I think he based that speech on the cloaca. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Introducing the eye cloaca. Yeah, but it's not three you orifices. Know. But see, what he would really be saying, right, is the cloaca is a common chamber where multiple body systems come together with multiple functions, right? The genital, which of course puts the fun in function, right? <laughs> and the intestinal and urinary tracts, uh-huh. which of course puts the funk in function, <laughs> right? And then there's also like the whole, uh, I mean, you know, then there's the birthing canal in there as well, if you, you know, but if you don't consider that a genital. <laughs> I do though. Okay. Yeah. But I don't think it's the fun bit. Yeah. No. no. That's um, the business bit. Yeah. So, uh, also, for those who don't know, uh, the the uh, cloaca is the official orifice of the Two in the Think Tank podcast, <laughs> which is why I was the perfect was why I was the perfect person to 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 get for this. Yeah. Uh, the word cloaca means a sewer in Latin. Oh. Uh, from That's a, only one of the functions. Well, you know, uh, yeah, I think, but the uh, but there is there is like a, a sewer from the ancient Roman times that was called like the Maxima Cloaca. Something like that. Cloaca is also the name of that artwork at the Tasmania Museum of Old and New Art. Yeah. That, that is a fake pooping machine, right? Anyway, not that any of that's important. I'm just trying to clarify which cloaca we're talking okay, about. Okay, right, yeah. Um, we're not talking about the Maxima Cloaca. No, we're not talking about the big sewer. Okay. Even though it does mean sewer. Okay. Or it can also comes from the word for cleansing and just getting rid of stuff. I hmm. think like that kind of stuff, all right? Now, uh, the cloaca is present in amphibians. Reptiles, birds, uh, elasmobranch fishes. Do you know what those are? No. Sharks. Oh. Like sharks. I mean, you could have just said that, huh? I would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be betraying science. Uh, yeah. Is uh, it possible that we've devolved 
to like for, to mm. have them separate. It feels like evolution would bring it all of this back together. Mm. Yeah, you know what? This has been my thinking for years. Right. <laughs> this has been my thinking for years that this is where we should be going mm. towards the cloaca. Yeah. Right. Because what is it? Firstly, less holes, less yeah. less cleaning. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, so much there's, cleaning. There's normally. so much cleaning involved. <laughs> oh my god, all the time. Uh, Although I guess, right? like as cars have evolved, it's more cup holders. Yeah, that's so, true. That's more holes. Is that more what holes? Yeah. yeah. So more hmm. windows in them. Yeah, more windows. More windows. Holes. Do cars have more windows? <laughs> than when they began. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it used to be. They didn't have any. Like no a, windows, yeah. and then there was all windows. That's right. In the early all days all... of cars, they they hadn't had glass. They didn't have the glass technology for it to not. Oh, yeah. Shatter into shards and stab of you. Of course, yeah, yeah. So, so they didn't have any. The early windshields were uh, wooden, I think, or leather. Of course, they would have had to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get a leather smith there to yeah. just install a big piece of cow in front of the, Makes the empty sense. space in front Makes of you, sense. so that you yeah. don't have glass break into your eyes. Um, the and then also there are cloacas present uh, present in monotremes. Do you know monotremes? Yes, I know the echidna and the platypus. platypus. Yes, that's right. That's right. These and these are mammals. These they're are the egg-laying o- mammals. The they're, only two in the world. That's right. They're they're a very old version of mammals that that broke off. And and monotreme actually just means single opening. Uh, I guess they're ignoring the mouth and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, eyes, and the, eyes, and the ears, and all yeah, that kind of stuff. Nose. Right. But oh, to answer your question about, I think that yes, the cloaca would have, would be. I mean, I have this dream, this this future. Where everybody has a cloaca, mm. right? This beautiful dream where it's that like, you know, everybody has a cloaca. Yep. You know, there's uh, men have cloacas, women have cloacas, non-binary people have cloacas. Yeah. I mean, it almost seems like the perfect genital if you're non-binary, right? To me, you know, anyway. <laughs> but So, you know, imagine that. There's almost no separation between anybody anymore. Man. You know, we've removed the division between between the genders, but also between the holes that you've got downstairs right because they're all one hole so there's no more divisions i guess we get rid of the the the, the gooch or whatever it is that would be the, oh, the gooch goes oh. i guess the gooch would go well that's it well, couldn't the gooch just ring around the cloaca sure. have a gooch ring around yeah i mean just put the put the cloaca into the gooch yeah yeah Sure, but I mean, look, I'm, and I'll talk to the designers and see what we can Fantastic. do. Is it same guy does your poster? Same guy. <laughs> same guy. So, but he gets a lot of vetoing power yeah, on that, okay. so, and he might not love the gooch the way that you do. Um, feels, feels a shame to lose the gooch. I don't want you to lose the gooch. Because apparently, the use of three separate orifice, uh, orifices for, for these purposes, the urethra, the anus, and the vagina, is a fairly new evolutionary ad- adaptation. Right. So which makes me think that maybe one day we'll even have more holes because I mean, maybe we need one because, you know, we kind of we double use the male urethra for like a sperm and, uh, you know, and piss. Yeah. Maybe we could get a, another urethra, and that, another pipe in there yeah. just also, for sperm. Also, the mouth eats and drinks. Exactly. <laughs> that seems crazy. And <laughs> yeah. breathes. Yeah. And breathes. Yeah. It's I mean, like overworked. I'd like a hole in the neck. Yeah. For breathing? Because I don't want there to be food that can block it up. Yeah. I don't like that. That's part. risky. That seems really risky. Yeah, good point. That's poor design. Yeah. Just um, put a little, like, a little vent on it. Oh, beautiful. Just, oh, just like, like, a, like what? just like a little grate. A little yeah, grill? Yeah, a little grate. Maybe, yeah. Just like, for filtering, you know, so you don't get dust and stuff in there. Yeah, you yeah. could probably even put, like, a medical grade filter on there and keep germs out. Oh, perfect. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, just have a mask on it constantly. Yes, that, just mask your neck. Why even have it on your neck? Just straight out the lungs, right? Just straight out the chest. Sure, go just straight Just have, in. like, a like a fresh air one intake, for each, like a car. One for yeah. each lung. 
Oh, that's exactly. nice. Well, we're not using our nipples for nothing these days. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, why not? Okay. They honestly have no purpose. I've never heard of a yeah, purpose. I've never, I've never heard, heard of a anybody using their- some of those circular okay. down jet style, yeah, uh, ducted heating grills. Yeah, I think that would be really beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So, um, okay, here we go. And it's oh, maybe okay. Go. I was just thinking, like, in case some people are breastfeeding, yeah, whatever, killjoys, yeah, yeah, second set of nipples. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Well, you know? maybe there could be sort of more like the you know the traditional kind of male nipples given to women so that they could use them for uh for breeding. yeah perfect yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway i'm just thinking that'd be good yeah i think okay, we have design we're designing the ultimate human being as homer simpson <laughs> designed that car I think. yeah <laughs> um now uh where do you even begin with something like this this is tricky your reports are like like there, there'll be times where i'll have a report topic where i'm like i don't know where to start but I think these are the most extreme version of that. Where yeah, do you yeah. start with a, a bit of a body? Yes, it's it's difficult also because it's such a wide-ranging uh, orifice. Because as you heard before, there's many uh, reptiles that have it. There's many birds that have it. And there are, of course, some mammals and that weird word for sharks. Right. That I, you know, I refer so to. Is it, it's mainly like very old school animals. Um, <laughs> living dinosaurs. I mean, is that, sorry if I'm just my you laughing because I'm using real technical terminology there. Old school animals, none of this newfangled <laughs> shit. Yeah. Oh. Animals like we used to yeah. make them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would argue that all animals are old school okay. animals, and they all come from uh, really far back. Um, but I guess there are some that have just pre- preserved their older ways, more conservative animals, okay. right-wing animals. <laughs> the crocodile, like the most right-wing animal there is. The, you want the old white guy of the animal world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So how about... I'm the old white guy of the animal world. Mm-hmm. How about I just tell you some of the things that cloacas can do? Yeah. Right? Okay. Um, and I'm, I'm, Sell them to me. And I'm, and I'm hitting you with, with some fancy stuff. Like, firstly, what we do know is that if, the, if you've got... Uh, the urethra, the sort of the poop track, and the and the sperm or uh, eggs coming through there, it's a dirty hole, right? It's mm-hmm. a crazy dirty. <laughs> what a sewer of a hole! What a sewer of a hole! So you think every piss has got a bit of shit in it? Every shit has got a bit of jizz in it. Every jizz has got a bit of piss and shit in it. It's <laughs> it's not an ideal situation. Every egg's got a bit of like gross all of that on there. I mean, that's got a shell. That's got a shell. Is exactly. there a real issue with your piss having a bit of shit in it or vice versa? I mean, I don't like to Unless contaminate you're... my piss with shit. So personally. is it similar to what how you think there should be more holes in the human? Do you have multiple toilets? Yeah, yeah I don't I don't like it's like I, it's like a child eating who doesn't like their food to touch. Yeah. I feel like that, but the opposite. Okay. I don't like any of my waste products. I spit into one sink, uh-huh. I piss into another sink. <laughs> 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 uh, and so on and so forth nothing nothing touches yeah very fussy um excreter <laughs> um so so as you know cloacas serve as a waste elim- uh, uh, elimination point it also serves uh, the function of the vagina in females and in some species it, the, it has a function similar to that of the penis in males right they can receive sperm lay eggs and give birth through cloacas now 
Uh, we, we remember last last episode we found out that hyenas give birth through a clip. So I feel like this is a huge improvement. Whoa! Right? I forgot that. How did yeah. my brain eliminate that from it's the big, memory? Right? Uh, yeah. It was real big. It was real big. It was bigger than their their males' uh, penises and. They often tear in birth, and I think it's yeah. I think yeah. we posted a photo on our social media at the time. I mean, you got to. You know, you're, you're probably beautiful. you're probably posting. Um, photos was a coincidence. Of hy- hyena yeah. genitals, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, but some species of amphibians, reptiles, and mammals are thought to have glands in or near their cloacas, which pr- produce their distinctive personal scent. Right, and so they're also a kind of there's scent glands in there as well. Right. And so they're used to mark their territory, leave uh, personal chemical messages, things like, you know, don't forget to pick up eggs or whatever like that. I mean, not pick up eggs. I was, that wasn't supposed to be a joke about how the egg laying things. It's supposed to be like pick up bread or milk. Or, <laughs> but again, milk sounds like it's coming from the animal. But <laughs> um, it feels like they would because of all the smells you're talking about, it feels like it makes sense that there's a some a, sort of scent gland there as well. I mean, it feels like it would be such a smelly hole anyway mm. that. You almost don't even need the scent gland. But why? Yeah, is it going to end up being like a teenage boy mm. who's trying to put a bit of, you know, Lynx Africa over the top? That's right. To, but really, you're not covering anything. You're just making you a more potent it. mix. That's right. You probably just got to stick it in the dirt if you don't want somebody to smell it. You know, just while you're talking to somebody. The who's teenage boy. Um, <laughs> stick, stick him in the I dirt. I just meant your dirty cloaca. Okay. Uh, yeah. You want to just stick it in the dirt. Maybe that'll mask the, any smell coming from it for a bit. <laughs> Is that not a, what you do with your armpits or whatever? Somebody's Stick coming in the dick. I'll just bury myself up to my neck and then nobody will <laughs> yeah. be able to smell my body. Problem solved. Exactly. I was, I was just, I was just, just at the beach all the time. Hey, hey we're having fun. Um, <laughs> some animals can actually breathe through their cloaca. No. Yeah. This is uh, an extension of an abil- ability called cutaneous respiration in which the skin can be used to absorb oxygen and release carbon dioxide just like the surface of the lungs lungs are more efficient and they're designed to maximize airflow and blood oxygen transfer but some species uh, like in some turtles uh, use it as an important uh, source of respiration so they have specialized air bladders connected to their cloacas and this allows them to take in air through the cloaca stored in these air bladders and use it as a source of oxygen while diving underwater. Oh, that's ah, awesome. That so like, so a, like cool. a backup tank? Backup tank. That's so wow. great. Yeah. I'd um, love that. Yeah. yeah. You went, didn't you go diving recently, Bob? Yeah. Free diving? I, no. No? Cost got a... Prison diving. <laughs> I went prison diving. <laughs> I can't go into it. No, I went, I went snorkeling. That's and even nice. that, deeply stressful. Yeah, yeah. So just having a backup tank of oxygen? Absolutely. Oh my God, in the butt. In, in the well, butt? Yeah, you know, in the, <laughs> like that. And it just gets automatically absorbed oh, as soon as you need some. That's good stuff. Oh, imagine, especially if it could like give, not anyone's butt, but my butt, you know, a bit more shape. Mm, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you just pump it up as pump. much as you need. Oh, that's right. Fill it up in, with some air. <laughs> give it that nice round kind yeah, of... Yeah, because some, some pants just... Nah. Just you know, don't look so good. Pump up the butt a little bit. Oh. Go to the service station, thirty psi, <laughs> <laughs> like the old Reebok pumps. You know, yes. I don't know why, but I'm hearing the song. Pump up the butt, pump yep. it up. <laughs> um, they so you see, it's like it's a beautiful organ. Gila monsters, doves, and possibly other animals can use their cloacas to cool their bodies love that but what the hell is a healer monster yeah what's a healer monster Gila monster like a blue healer dog uh it's spelt <laughs> it's gone it's, wrong it's it's, <laughs> it's frankenstein's blue healer it's spelt g-i-l-a 
And one one of, uh, I believe, a Do Go On listener actually corrected my pronunciation because I was saying Gila Monster. And they went, Gila. Like that. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I don't know how you got Gila from G-I-L-A. G-I-L-A. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, they're a, a, a uh, the, uh, the Gila Monster is a species of venomous lizard oh. native to southwestern United States and the northwestern Mexican state of Sonora, if you were wondering. And so they live in very hot temperatures. And um, scientists first noticed this because the Gila monster, a desert lizard, can actually inflate its cloaca and cool its body through cloacal evaporation. Wow. Now, evaporative cooling. You wouldn't know anything about that. You were more of an air conditioning guy. No, no, we did it. We did a vap as well. You guys I, did I loved, I loved a vap. I was yeah. all about the evap. See, I didn't know that. I thought you were HVAC. No, no, HVAC and EVAP. <laughs> okay. And wow. we, we did, yeah, we did, we did all sorts of stuff on the floor heating. But I think HVAC doesn't that not include? I don't know. I really took, I really took a, a, a gamble there to make some wordplay. <laughs> <laughs> what is H? What is it again? Heating. Heating and. Wait, what was the thing? HVAC, HVAC. Ventilation. Ventilation. Air oh. conditioning. Air conditioning. Yeah, you're, maybe you're right. Maybe. But I think evaporative is technically still conditioning the and, air. Yeah, conditioning and probably ventilation. Ventilation, of course, that's uh, that's like cl- cloacalation. Yes, yeah, yeah. cloacalation. Um, cloac- Man, <laughs> I wish I had this knowledge back when I was in the game. Yeah. <laughs> with, with your... Think of this system as a cloaca for your house. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's boss. I made another sale. <laughs> God, he's good. God, he's good. <laughs> Go and ring the bell. Ding, ding, ding. I wish I worked. I wish it was that oh, kind of thing. Oh, that'd be awesome. Actually, I don't at all, but that would be but pretty funny. Fun that's funny. We can put a bell in our office if you want. Can you we can put ring a bell that. in the office? We can do anything we want in our office. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like, up, oh, just finish another podcast report. Bing, 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 bing. Because I'm thinking about calling my festival show Ding. Yeah. Maybe I should have a bell on stage. Yes, 100%. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Every time you get a punchline. Every time I get a laugh. Yeah, yeah, ring the bell. Oh, well, one of those bells on a stick? Like yeah. that's so you can really... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, town crier. Like that? Yeah. I think that'd be really good. And then have a butler who comes up and goes, Sir? <laughs> yeah, have oh a butler. Oh my God, that... You rang me, Lord. Me, Lord. The... Al, do you want to play the butler? Uh, I mean, I want to play... Yeah, I want to play the butler. I mean, sorry. I just... I got, I got confused in what you meant there. I thought you... I was picturing making out with your butler. <laughs> and... <laughs> I don't know. I know that's not playing the butler. Or I mean, like, that you know, feels like it's, like it's like he's a musical instrument. Uh, you were so ready to access that I know. that you made whatever words I said yeah. fit. What? No, I, I, I know. Yeah, you, you know, for for a while there, you were playing the butler, but now you're ready to settle down. Yeah, that's right. I was I'm playing the butler. I'm also picturing like I'm sitting down, I'm holding the butler like a sitar, like this, and I'm like I'm squeezing different bits, and he's going, oh, oh, so, so. more wine like that. <laughs> that you just gonna yeah, it's the um. I like the idea back to the cloaca. Yeah, of being able to cool yourself down. The cloaca is becoming more and more appealing to me. Mm. Well, that's what I think because yeah. everything. When I'm too hot, yeah. Oh my god, I'm a nightmare. I just yeah. shut down. I'm so grumpy. I'm like a little child. Yeah. Do you know how many times in summer my partner has to say, "Why don't you go have a cold shower?" Hey, why do you want to go cool down? <laughs> and I'm like, "I don't want to." And then I go and I come out nice again. So a See, cloaca. Yeah. I mean, imagine if you could just puff out your genitals. Yeah. You just let, and, and then you have the wet bits, the particularly wet bits out like that. So I, I'm picturing uh, uncircumcised guys pulling their foreskin back. I'm picturing uh, women sort of really pushing, like sort of, I guess, hemorrhaging, pushing some of them. The, hemorrhaging. This, I guess, I guess like somehow pushing 
the in inside. bits out yeah, yeah like that and then having a breeze pass over it and you go oh actually that actually is really right. refreshing because mm. i think that's a, what a lot of cooling is it's just wind picking up wetness and then absorbing <laughs> was that <H-Fan? laughs> absorbing inf- uh, absorbing like energy in that process the, the, don't the ball i know you'll probably next year do an episode about balls but <laughs> is it there's something the balls will uh They've they've got some heating and cooling stuff inbuilt, right? They'll when it's hot, they'll get bigger and drop down. Am I? Yeah, I think I, I'm talking like I've never seen balls before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, you got you panicked there because nobody immediately went, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're like, this is only happening. You, you know when your balls are. Yeah, it gets hot. Your balls get really big. And like, it, shrink, it shrinks down in the cold. Because... No, man, that doesn't happen to anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Do you have balls? Yeah. <laughs> How are they? What's that? What the fuck is that? Your What's balls that? get smaller in the cold? That's I, think, weird. I don't know if they get bigger, but I think that they are dropped from your body because their ideal temperature is not the whatever your right. human body is. It's so like... the shrinkage thing. Shrinkage, I think that's more. I think the shr- yeah, but they do they do do that thing where the, the skin kind of tightens up. Yeah. Yeah, and it yeah. almost looks so a bit balls, more fur, fur coaty or something like right. that. Fur coat for me, you know how hairy I am. <laughs> um, but uh, and is does this also? I don't know why I'm treating you like you're a, a general know, expert I, yeah, now. Yeah. But is it also true that when there's when you're feeling like ang- anxiety or fear that there'll also be shrinkage? Because <laughs> uh, I yeah. I swear like I've, I don't think I've I've told anyone about this before. But before I um I was. So nervous uh, one time about uh, it was when I, it was the Raw Comedy Final, yeah, and um, you know it was the biggest gig I'd ever done. It was like my tenth gig, and it was in front of thousands of people, and it was going to be on TV and stuff. Yeah. Raw Final was my seventh gig. Just saying, Holy you got shit. there a little quicker, didn't you? I always do. I always pip ya. <laughs> Sorry, who won the competition? Uh, <laughs> Whose fucking side are you on? <laughs> Hey, I like I don't, ke- don't talk oh. to my bestie lot, man. <laughs> I like to keep everyone uh, e- even and low. <laughs> but I'll, I went to have a piss just before, yeah, yeah. and it basically was not there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there was, it was just wasn't there. I did, yeah. I never. I was freaking. I didn't yeah, need yeah. that. But I just like my cock and balls disappeared. <laughs> Both actually, like I, everything gone. I, I, it was. It was. I, the, but the the balls were gone as well. Well, from that, I mean, it's a bit of a blur. But yeah. I just remember being like, oh, oh, "How am I this? How am I meant to piss without balls my balls? <laughs> my cock and balls are gone." gone. Did, you, did you tell anyone? Because uh, for people that did don't know, they, they've also I got to the producer. They've got a <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> can I go on later? I need to go to the doctor. They also have a documentary crew there for SBS or ABC. Whoever was filming yeah, that yeah. year, they interview you before the gig and say, "How are you feeling?" <laughs> Did you mention that? No, I didn't tell. I, was, I don't think I've told anyone till now. Uh, no, yeah. How um, did you go on and, and do well? Yeah. <laughs> could, could you concentrate on anything? It, it turns out that actually Matt's cock and balls have been, were holding him back <laughs> <Yeah>. beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big drag. They were getting in the way. Yeah, that's right. Um, well, <laughs> that's, that's why he won. I've never won. done a good gig um, since. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't have official... Uh, like, I mean, I, obviously I have a big part of the report dedicated to your cock and balls yeah um but i mean i would just say i would just say in my experience uh mixtures of of uh of stress um or anything where blood flow is kind of required elsewhere like you know um in the past i would have done maybe a certain type of 
medication at a rave. <laughs> medication. <laughs> Uh, that that apparently you know redirects your blood flow to other places, and that also basically happens where you're like, oh my god, okay. right. I can't. I remember at one point I couldn't piss. I ha- I knew I was about to get on a bus the day after, and there was still stuff in my system, medication, mm-hmm. and I could not piss before going on a th- three hour bus ride. And I was like, I just need to <laughs> just just give me a moment to just control it so that I can let the piss out and. Um, and yeah, anyway. So did, I think Did you get to piss? Or did you I have to it, hold it? I think I did eventually, like after standing there for like ten minutes. Yeah. Being like because it's like it almost feels like magic anyway. So it's like you know, yeah. you're like, how am I making this piss? It almost feels like I'm just going, go. But it's like, you know, it's like it almost does feel like you go, How am I controlling this? This feels like I'm not really releasing anything. I'm almost kind of just willing it. And so when it doesn't work, you go, This makes sense that it's not working. Yeah. Because it always felt like it yeah. shouldn't work. Yeah. Because you're not turning anything on or off really. Yeah. It's like when you're in the you're swimming at the beach and you're like, I'm gonna piss while I'm in the ocean. Yeah. But because we're so conditioned to only going in toilets, yeah. you have or to sinks. really think yeah. about it. Or sinks. Yeah. You have to really think about it and sort of be like, Okay, all right, and you know you gotta yeah, think about yeah. it way more but yeah for me it's like i can only go in Six. i can yeah i can only well i can piss in one ocean but then i have to go spit in a different ocean yeah. so like the atlantic and then if i need to poop then i have to go to like the indian ocean yeah, or like yeah, you yeah, know yeah. or like the antarctic that's gonna be a big like day it's a big day so that's why i stick to sinks well, remind <laughs> remind me never to go snorkeling with either of you yeah <laughs> okay i will remind you um <laughs> wherever I'm all, I'm all in my gear and you're like oh by the way I'll be pissing out there. I'm going to be pissing you out and take it off. And I guess I'll just ruin my holiday. Um, So this is just back to the the, using cloacas for cooling. Scientists wondered if birds could do the same thing, right? So they decided to test it by measuring heat loss on these particular birds that uh, live in high temperatures. And sure enough, they found that these doves appeared to secrete more moisture through their cloacas under very high temperature conditions and were able to achieve heat loss this way. However, it appears that not all birds can do this uh, such as the Eur- Eurasian quail, when when tested, it didn't see the same effect because the bird just went under heat stress and then it just panicked and then they were like, oh, I guess we've got to stop this. Anyway. <laughs> so not every, the not yell- every the, the bird panicked, yeah. then the scientists panicked. Yeah, it was like, well, I don't want to kill a bird. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if scientists actually feel like that. They're like, I can't wait to kill a bird. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a strange thing to dedicate your life to, isn't it? Killing birds. Oh, man. Or just was... watching and will the cloaca cool it down? All right, here we go. And the thing is, when they were testing this other bird, like when I was reading how they did it, there was this whole bit where they were like, okay, we put it, like, how do you measure sweat being emitted from different bits? And they're like, oh, we put it in a box and then it's got like its head through one bit and then we put a thing around to separate the room. But then they're like, and, but then, and then this bit made me really sad, but then it gets better. Right, and they go, and then they glued up the cloaca, like, and then I was like, oh, oh like that, oh, and boo, like that, because they wanted to be able to measure what comes out of the skin and what comes out uh. of the things like that. But then they said, and then they took off the glue or whatever, they unclogged it. Do I have to call the fire brigade? Uh, they always have to do that every single time. <laughs> I think they just end up getting a fire warden on, yeah. on the site. That's not Hagrid. I remember as a kid in like art class. Mm having pvc glue and just oh. like put it on and then being able to peel Shut it off, off. so, good. so maybe so satisfying. it was yeah. a gift to that bird that's getting right. a peel off it was one of the one of the few great joys in life because mm. i mean it's, it's actually hard to find a joy as good as peeling off all that fake skin from of glue yeah on your hand since like i like is that a universal experience yeah, absolutely it seems like yeah. when you got a really good long bit yeah, yeah. Oh. and then all like and you, and you can see all your lines and folds yeah. on the inside you go oh my 
god, it's, it's like so a, cool. it's like almost like you're recreating yourself. <laughs> That's living. That's yeah. The best. Oh. Oh, be creating bizarro you can we anyway. get some uh, glue in our <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um anyway but then anyway so it doesn't matter all right so i'm gonna move on to birds right because there's something that i hadn't realized uh when i first started um when i said out your clock is going oh. off. <laughs> it knows we're talking about it. I, I was so loud, I started panicking. Is that me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Is that, am I if, farting? If, if the mic didn't pick it up, I'll recreate the Thank sound you. Now. <laughs> <laughs> like Thank that. you. It's how yeah. I communicate with whales. Um, <laughs> what number sound is that one? L's stomach. Oh, how many sounds do I do? Noises? Thousand. Thousand. Yeah, that's number 942. Wow. So let me take you to birds, right? Because birds are probably the ones, the cloacas that I've studied the most throughout this, uh, in the writing of this report, right? How many have you glued up? Um, I'm constantly gluing and ungluing them, trying <laughs> to get, get a lot of them to go through this beautiful experience. Because you, you talk about cloacas a lot on your podcast, Two in the Think Tank, yeah. a podcast where you and your friend Andy Matthews mm. write five sketch ideas. That's right. You come up with them in the in the hour or however That's long right. it takes. Yeah, yeah. On that show, you bring up cloacas a lot. Yeah. Is this research you've done going to help you? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't know how versatile they were. I didn't know about the, you know, I didn't know about cooling i didn't know about the breathing right oh maybe i'd heard about the the turtles a little bit who breathe but i only heard about one type of turtle that i didn't know it was a thing maybe a little bit more creatures can do but what i didn't know right and this is what i learned from uh birds right uh and and is that a lot of cloacas have a like a penis inside whoa like they were about to do a raw comedy final <laughs> yeah <laughs> a lot of them are nervous in a state of about to perform Right. And so, and then, so then when I got to birds, it turns out that like, there's almost 10,000 species of birds, but only around 3% of them have a penis. Right. And so these include ducks, geese, swans, and large flightless birds like ostriches and emus. They, they have, penis. they do have penis. Right. Right. But they have this weird penis. Now, if you've ever heard of a duck penis, they, people talk about them being kind of curly. Yes, right? yeah. They kind of like curl up. Corkscrew. Yeah, corkscrew, yeah, yeah. They're weird right? looking. But there's this kind of, there's just this this insaneness, right, about them is that they actually inflate unbelievably quickly, right? So um, I've got well, here. They, so they go from, uh, you know, six to midnight straight away. <laughs> six, six to They midnight. go from zero to midnight. Like, I mean, they are packed <laughs> like a parachute inside the cloaca. Whoa. And then they come, like they, they, they. <laughs> They Ooh. fill up. They Shit. fill up like a you know like a, like a clown's like balloon <laughs> like <laughs> like that, but it's like being filled with fluid, right? Whoa! So here, the, uh, there's a team uh, that reports. Uh, in the, I love that uh, you you went. <laughs> what, what does zero to midnight mean? <laughs> Dave said six to midnight, like on a clock, from pointing down to pointing up, and he said no, no. from zero to midnight. <laughs> Sorry. Holy crap! I thought you were talking. I thought you were talking about like from hat, half mast to full mast. You know, half a mongrel to a full to a full stag. You know? <laughs> well, this has gone from a raw comedy final yeah. to midnight. <laughs> to, to, to an absolute like flagpole. Yeah. Um, to holy shit, call a doctor. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. hurting down there. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Six to midnight does make a lot of sense, but actually they don't even dangle down like that. You know, because they're all packed away. Oh wow, they're packed away inside this. But they just go. Fly like fire out. Well, yeah, and so 
I mean, I've seen footage of it now, right? But it says, um, oh, and so, and theirs is not even called becoming, uh, like becoming erect. It's called eversion, right? <laughs> now, the aversion of the Moscovy duck penis to a length of up to twenty centimeters took Holy a shit. took a grand total. That sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that all? <laughs> yeah, took a grand total of zero point three seconds. Whoa! Zero point three. Zero point three seconds in air. And 0.5 to 0.8 seconds in the female mimicking glass tubes, right? And so they tried to make glass tubes that mimicked the, the glass ducks. Glass tubes. Yeah, well, because the ducks... So they could see. The duck vagina, <laughs> the duck inside the duck vagina cloaca-y thing. Very right? hard, is it? Like they, glass. Well, it's it's also spirally. So it's like this weird like sperm competition, like kind of evolution thing where they evolve defenses, essentially to be able to try to control males because there's a lot of forceful, imp- you know, impregnating yeah. in stuff in, du- in the duck community. In the duck community. And so huh. there's this kind of like, you know, huh. war of, you know, like it's, it's a, what's an arms, an arms race, you know? And so they're, you know, they change the shape of their tubes so that the duck can't quite get in there as much and things like that. Uh, and then ejaculation always happens at the moment of maximum aversion. So as soon as it, inflates oh. starts squirting out whoa right? so if you don't if you don't land the perfect thrust uh, yeah you could be just splooging absolutely into the air into, into the, the air into the ether you know some emerging you know, into the ether if you're doing it sort of like you know mid-migration somewhere between like florida and you know like uh, brazil or something like that and you're just like squirting over the now getting shot on by a bird is good luck <laughs> What happens if you get a get a a, a duck splooge from above? Uh, <laughs> Asking for a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think if you can if you can make it land on your broken mirror, it reverses oh, that. Wow. Yeah, it reverses that. That's how good. Also luck works is. as a beautiful adhesive. Yeah. <laughs> Pieces the mirror back together like that. That's beautiful. Put it on your hand, peel it off bit by bit. <laughs> so that's satisfying. <laughs> I don't know why that was too far. <laughs> I was like, oh, come, oh, on. come on. That's that's gross. That's gross. The duck's splooging into the into the ether. That's fine. That's fine. On midair onto a person. Yeah, Very landing all funny. over. On a mirror. That's good stuff. On your head. <laughs> Dave. Dave, please. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. I got to get something off my chest. Okay. I ate your last biscuit. I was that saving has been, them for my wedding. That has been stressing. <laughs> that has been stressing me out. I'm so sorry. I feel a lot better to get that off my chest. You know, keeping things bottled up can affect people negatively, and that had been affecting me. And that feel that's a weight off my shoulder. Yeah. It was delicious. I'm not sorry, but I did take the last biscuit he, that he was saving for his wedding. I didn't know that. <laughs> That is upsetting to hear, but I think I'm going to have to get some uh, positive coping skills, learn to set some boundaries. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you could give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, so it's very convenient. It's flexible. You can fit it around your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist. You too can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp. 
dot com slash dgo today to get 10% off your first month that's better help com slash dgo and so i was kind of interested in then why do most other because a lot of other uh, animals have uh, cloacas and penises inside right and so then i was like well why do most birds not have penises right and so we don't we don't know exactly, but so firstly, remember, I don't know if you, when they were comparing the uh, embryos of Pekin ducks, not Peking ducks, the roasted duck that you would get at a, at a beautiful restaurant, but Pekin ducks are just those white ducks that you picture when you think of a, when you, your first thought of a duck, other than those brown ones. <laughs> so your wow. second, second, second of the duck. Your white classic duck. Classic duck. White yeah. duck, orange beak. That's a Pekin duck. Like Sprinkle, that one I follow on Instagram. Yeah, you, you follow a famous duck? Yeah, from New York City. Yeah, I'd be a, a Don- get on it. Donald, Donald, yeah, Don- Donald would be a Pekin. Okay, duck. that's the second most famous example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sprinkle is number one. Sprinkle? <laughs> no, it's Wrinkle. Sorry, it's Wrinkle. Wrinkle. I think wrinkle. Sprinkle's the, the name of Brendan Fraser's horse. Yeah, is that right? Oh, maybe I don't know. That's my favorite horse, and this is my favorite duck. <laughs> Have you seen that horse? Freaking hell, it's a great horse. I'm looking up oh, Wrinkle I haven't seen first. Brendan Fraser's horse. Then. Oh, well, you do some favorite at some point. But I'm... horses don't have cloacas. No. They do have because an they're... inside penis, though. I don't know if you've oh. ever seen one drop. No, yeah. I, I, I thought, yeah, as a kid, I was near this horse and it gave me a big fright. Yeah, right. When it just sort of like, it just it just goes, funk. Whoa, that is a great duck. Look at this freaking duck. Yeah, it, that's like a cartoon of a duck. Yeah. yeah. They use those sort of ducks in advertising. Oh, you have to. Remember, Remember the old Bribus uh, ducted heating ads? Yes. With the little kids describing uh, little ducks in the floor that blow up hot air. And then it's like that kind of duck. Yep. Yeah, well, and they animate it to So be... they were saying the heat came from like duck breath. Like the kid, yeah, because the kid didn't understand ducks. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he thought they were talking ducks. about ducks. It was a very yeah. cute, very successful campaign. Yeah. I very believe. Cute. Really cute. For Bribus. I don't want to speak for Bribus, but. So, Fun fact, Bravis is uh, named, is the founders' uh, names were Davis and O'Brien or something. They just oh. mushed the names together. Fun fact. <laughs> but it is really? fun. Not a fun fact. What would we call our business? Ooh. Perkwart? Perkwart. Oh. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. Stukens is probably better. <laughs> Stukens is cute. <gay. laughs> yeah. One of those is, is like hideous. <laughs> what do you mean? Perkwart. Perkwart. It's like, yeah, you've got the... It's sort of like the Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One's cute, one's the hideous. Schwarzenegger. Right. <laughs> and the other one is adorable. Like DeVito. No, Stutkinicky? Wait, what's your last name? Kinnicky. Wannicky. Wannicky. So you just had Studer Dives Kinnicky. Stunicky. That's pretty good. Stunicky. Yeah, then where am I in that? Kin. Oh, fuck yeah. Stunicky. Stunicky. No, you're not in there. I'm not in there. <laughs> just Stunicky. That sounds yes. like yeah. Al's poster guy's gone, this doesn't make sense, and just deleted you all together. Yeah. Don't worry about it. So, <laughs> I didn't know chickens have a tiny little bit of, of a penis, but they don't really have much, right? So, somebody was trying to figure out uh, how why, why some have penises and some don't, right? And so, they were looked inside... Right. And because, you know, it turns out that like genitals always start the same way inside and there you have a cloacal. They, they, well, they have cloacas inside. Right. And then something will happen. And I don't know if you remember from the, 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 the Lit for Clit episode, I would have talked about genital tubercles, which is just like the nub before it decides which, je- you know, sex it's going to be. And then it t- turns into whichever one. And so 
uh, that that tubercle gradually gets bigger over the first few weeks, right? But then they've discovered that there's this. Um, how, why, why do ducks get this big, long, coiled penis? And chickens, it stops around day day nine. So they found that there's this uh, with the the chicken. It develop it starts developing as a full blown penis, but then at a certain point, all the cells around it start committing mass suicide. <laughs> right. So there's just this programmed cell death, just dick death, essentially <laughs> yeah, occurs. Nah. Um, that's what happened there. Oh. <laughs> that's a roll yeah, yeah. oh, we're not doing comedy with this guy. <laughs> and, and it helps carve away the unwanted body part. So, like the dick. Yeah. So wait, wait. So it says here, Matt for example, still doesn't have a dick. Yeah. And so it says it's here, unnecessary. For example, our hands have fingers because the cells between them die when we're embryos. And so for the chickens, this means no penis. And it was surprising to learn that that outgrowth fails because due to the absence of a critical growth factor, but due to presence of cell death factor that means nothing to nobody so does that so like people with webbed feet didn't have the cell death in between their fingers or toes yeah and that like toes normally yeah (laughs) bats have used have like have not had the cell death and so they get this big webbed area between uh, as wings and stuff like that so there's this there's this protein called bmp4 that they found and it's produced all along the chickens tubercle and 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 less on the ducks and when you if you soak if you soak up uh, that protein, then the tubercle cells stop dying and keep carry on growing. So it's entirely possible for the chicken to grow a penis. And have they done that? Uh, they have done it with like mice and they get rid of the proteins that keep the BMP in check and it leads to tiny penises. Or conversely, they get rid of the BMP proteins and it leads to a grossly enlarged and like almost tumor-like penis on a mouse on, on a mouse yeah just a around. big old oh my god like a big old honker is that what you said no a honker's a boob probably a, n- a nose I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well so it would be like a human nose sized dick on Whoa. a mouse i don't know and then they can't get through that classic little hole in the wall there's <laughs> the little doors that you know mm. tom from no so jerry from tom and jerry gets through because he's wang so big yeah, he can't right. get through the door right, the little holes like that yeah they can just get their dick in <laughs> like that and everyone inside's like oh my god and so yeah it turns out that like i think that these bmp4 like gl- a mouse glory hole so. <laughs> there's a, duck, a mouse on the other side going all right i'll get it all right i'll get the hint yeah, check, <laughs> check out that honker so, <laughs> And I think apparently that that maybe <laughs> oh, no that that's a boob a honker oh yeah honker oh no sorry. that's a boob yeah. honker's probably a boob probably a boob yeah or, or any part of the butler that you're playing more one it makes him sound like a French butler when you play him yeah yeah, yeah. well you know they're all a bit fancy like that you know? yeah, yeah. French is kind of like the, uh, the French Whoa, version man. of the English I don't know what I was talking about French is kind of the French version of the English yeah you know what I mean like those things totally you know, like, you know, posh, I get it yeah. you know, poshness and Beautiful shit like that butlers are the French is this going badly <laughs> sorry no, going, you're just losing your mind it's greatly going Beautiful perfectly to plan and I think I think that maybe also like these BMPs and like that this this kind of protein are the ones that like put a hole in like your you like make your urethra and stuff like that. From mm. what I can tell, it's almost like a guiding thing. That's like, all right, if if we're here, then you just start cells start dying. It tells the cells around it to yeah. start dying, and then you can like that's how you would carve the body. It's like the wow. the foreman uh, yeah. getting everybody to follow the blueprints. Yeah, right? how it's, cool is that? Yeah, that's really freaking cool. cool. Oh. 
Yeah, I think it's just weird that you're like, at some point you're like, all right, we need to do some tunneling through this bit. You know, bring out these guys and they're just like, all right, everybody in front of us, die! Like that, and everybody <laughs> dies. And you're like, all right, here we go. Move them out of the way. Move yeah, them out, move like, them out. Like a, like a Michelangelo with the, the chisel, just... Exactly. Banging away at that marble, being like, I'm going to turn this bit into a foot. That's right. Mm-mm-mm. And then he's like, all right, now I'm going to do David's urethra. <laughs> <laughs> you be very careful with that one. That's right, yeah. And he's just got to go all... Like, do you think he did the urethra? All the way they through. Then we'll talk about that. I, th- I think that David meant to have a massive wang, but Michelangelo chipped a little too much. Oh, that's right. And he had to be like, actually, that was on purpose. That's right. We don't... We, he we was, find he was very scared. Was, um, do you think that the scientists will ever be able to figure out how to mimic this technology for like uh building and stuff so they just go all right we use bmps and we're just gonna make a new building here i guess if you made a building out of cells that you could definitely do that so you know like lab grown meat if you just big data a, a big huge slab of meat like that right have we then, just taken science too far and then you get bmps in there and you go right, i need a window here and a door there you need a little meat air window vent, like that and that'll then, be like a like a very thin pastrami or something yeah that's right <laughs> like something you can see through like yeah, a beautiful yeah. <laughs> like, what, you know, what's that uh, what's that thin you, a beautiful pink, thin pink hue mate? looking Pruchetta. through like a Pruchetta. Pruchetta. <laughs> is that french um Pruchetta. and so then that, so then the question is like why why are penisless birds an advantage Right now, I heard somebody say, like, somebody was like, one theory was like, well, maybe actually penises would be a huge disadvantage when you're like flying yeah, long drag. distance and things like that. Yeah, it's like, drag or yeah whatever. penises aren't very aerodynamic. Yeah, but then, unless they're on your face. But then the ducks are like, they're like the longest flying, they're some of the longest migrating birds of all. But I guess they do keep it tucked away. Yeah, and yeah. they're not flying at midnight. Yeah. That's um, like an aeroplane keeps the wheels tucked up until they land. Exactly, yeah. They yeah. keep their dick tucked up till they land. Exactly, until they're ready to land. And they're not flying at midnight. They're flying six till midnight. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, sorry. I just got that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long haul flight. Um, <laughs> runs, so, so, then, so then it says here, maybe a penisless bird finds it easier to fly, uh, runs a smaller risk of passing on sexually transmitted infections. Or is better at avoiding predators because he mates more quickly. Because some of these birds, man, it happens fast. Wow. Like, I mean, I saw, I watched one footage of like, oh yeah, I haven't told you about, because this is coming up next, is bird sex. Have uh, you been watching a lot of bird sex videos for man, this? Man, I've been watching dicks inflate. I've been watching some bird sex. Well, can, Do you have a video of the dick inflating? I feel like we probably need to see this. Yeah, okay, well I can. And I'd much prefer to do it on your computer than mine. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Oh yeah, there's a. Dick, well, why, why are you loading that up? Is the reason that an ostrich doesn't fly because of their massive dicks? You're saying they're more likely to fly, be able to fly better. Um, a lot of the, the the birds with dicks are flightless. Is that is that their correlation there? Uh, yeah. Um, I imagine an ostrich would have a huge wang. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen the ostrich wang yet, but the... Oh, um, you must. Oh, you simply it's, must. It's so much I imagine the cassowary would have oh, wow. a hefty... Yeah. A hefty member. But they're all legs and neck. That's true. You know those owls with really thick looking legs? Or not or like eagles oh, and stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're going to be. Yeah, they're <laughs> packing. Oh, they're thick. <laughs> yeah, I reckon you're right. Like an ostrich, just all tiny little pin legs and a long neck. And it's all feather. Oh, right. I don't think they're that big. Aren't they? Well, there you go. And the emu? Same thing. Sort of Australia's answer to the ostrich in a lot of ways. Same thing, I would say. Yeah. Okay. I have a duck dick inflating here. Hang on. Wait, what? Okay. I don't know what we're looking at. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll you'll see. So look. 
we're sorry we're looking at the underside of a duck here mm-hmm. um it doesn't look a lot like the underside of a duck but uh wait until you see this dick come out this is gonna be in slow motion just so that you can capture it all um okay here it comes there it's so someone is standing by with a plastic with, 30 centimeter oh, ruler oh whoa what oh oh my god it's kind of splooch, a hook end splooch splooch so it's popped out like a like a tentacle slash seahorse. Yeah. yeah, and it's not as it's not like a, a perfectly symmetrical screw either. That was like, no, that no. was flipping and flopping. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got to think that it's it's finding its way through right. an unknown tunnel. Life finds its way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A, so it tunnel. can't be you know structurally set right. in its ways because yeah, it, yeah. it would only fit one. That's right. Corkscrew oh, it has tunnel. to find one perfect mate. Perfect mate. Yeah, oh, that's beautiful. You know, that's that is quite nice. beautiful. Soulmate. There's only one out there. It's got to keep keep banging until it finds it. That's beautiful. That's Thank beautiful. <laughs> Dave, that's really touching. That's so nice. <laughs> Thank you. That's life, hey? Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, Just keep, keep banging, banging away. <laughs> yeah. Um, until you find them. Until you find them. <laughs> or die. Or die. The 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 before before I go on the one the the last uh, argument for why uh, birds might be penisless is because females get more choice of what comes in if there's no sort of inward penetration. Right. Um, so and they can kind of because I think they kind of have to like puff out their cloaca or something. They have to be like I receive what I want. Yeah. Okay. You know, and it so it gives it kind of it's, it's, it's that's why I think that the cloaca is a feminist organ. You know, as a yeah. feminist orifice. I think of myself as a feminist organ. Um, F- it's a femorifice. <laughs> and I, um, yeah, that's why I think I, I agree with the cloaca. I think we should all have them. Now, what, how do you think that, that uh, two creatures that have cloacas have sex? Uh, they kiss. Yeah. That is actually what it's called. Yeah. It's called a cloacal kiss. <laughs> there you go. Wow. Um, they just put them together? They just put them together. And sometimes it happens w- within a second or two, right? So they've got to be like ready yeah, to a go. normal Yeah, ama- a normal amount of time. <laughs> yeah. Someone That's said, after hours of foreplay, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> y- yes. Yeah, yeah. Just like, you can, you can, you can. Like, yeah. It's like I'm nearby. And then one, like, you know, like the fairy wren will like lo- lift its tail. For like is this a half second, and the male goes, "Oh, uh, does, I, I, I so get the fairy wren sort of back up to each other, do they?" Well, the female will just like put her tail up, yeah, and then the male will just come up, and then just like basically they'll touch like that, and then it's over. Right. So in that time, that imagine how much efficient. is happening. Imagine how it's just like yeah, like imagine if you were up really close, <laughs> yeah, like that, and then you just go about your day, and then yeah, keep doing the dishes. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> You probably haven't even stopped. Finish, yeah. <laughs> finish reading the paper. Yeah. Um, Pick up your groceries or your dry cleaning or something. Ah. It's just the, you know, the None the of this. Up. Hours and hours. <laughs> just After a day at work, you know that old school, you know, the husband and wife have a kiss at the end of the day. That stereotypical mm. thing. Yeah. In this case, that is creating life. It's absolutely. It's fertilizing some eggs in there. That's beautiful. Um, I think it's beautiful. Oh, it's what, so beautiful. And you know what I, I found is quite interesting is that in some birds, the accumulation of sperm in the sperm reserves causes the cloaca to become enlarged, forming the cloacal protuberance, right? No, it's Which, like blue balls in the cloaca. So like the cloaca actually starts to kind of like push outwards and get like fuller and fuller. And they think that, that the size of the cloacal protuberance reflects the number of sperm stored in the Seminal glomerate, which I think is just this. The, the, I feel the like you're losing control area. of your mouth. Yeah, seminal glomerate, glomerate, The and then 
So and and it just basically shows the number of sperm available for ejaculation, right? So all else being equal, the more sperm a male transfers at ejaculation, the greater his likelihood of fertilization. And they think that females that females that preferentially allow themselves to be inseminated by males with a relatively large cloacal protuberance may gain both direct benefits in terms of sperm numbers and fertility and indirect benefits through their son inheriting a large cloacal protuberance. So basically Sometimes women are, uh, fe- like female birds, are picking... <laughs> women. Sorry, women. <laughs> Sometimes women <laughs> like blue balls. No, but uh, it's like they're picking uh, a guy based on geez. how big his presumes. He goes, that guy's got a lot of sperm. That's yeah. pretty common, though, in, like, bird culture, isn't... What's in that? bird culture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because what's that other kind of bird that where it collects blue things and that to get a mate? So it's similar to that, it's like right? like blue balls. Blue balls. Yeah. It's like a bow yeah, bird. Bow bird but, collects blue things to but attract like, a mate. These birds but collect like, blue balls. This one feels like it's more like you go, like, you go, like... <laughs> With this guy, it's more likely to be like over and done with, with one kiss, and I'll just be pregnant, and then I won't have to deal with any more of this kind of stuff anymore. Okay, you can stop now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Referencing a bit of a stand-up bit of mine. I just like, I spat a little bit, so I picked up a tissue to try to catch it from the air. <laughs> I just want to mop the air with the tissue. Um, but rather than being like, oh, check out this... This shit bird this doesn't have any sperm at all. I'll probably I'd have to have sex with him about nine times for this to work. But this guy over here, he's, he's exploding. Guy, he's, and imagine that, and it's just all there, ready to go. And then you're getting it all out in a couple of seconds, just like, <laughs> the, like the bird's like, "Don't touch me at the wrong time. I could lose this. I'm just holding it in." Whoa, 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 <laughs> the, the birds touching <laughs> the woman birds touching <laughs> the man bird on its upper leg. Okay, show that again. <laughs> keep, I hate keep, this. Yeah, yeah, keep, oh. keep your bloody wings to yourself. <laughs> now, while I was looking at this, I was like, "Hey, can birds have orgasms?" Um, so, did you Google that exact phrase? Hey. Hey, birds have orgasms. Um, You'll start with hey. Now, nobody can be sure. Some research, there was one guy who was like putting a call out and he was like, all right, nobody's, not many people are studying this. Nobody's studying this. But I um, am very keen to study this. Yeah. I'm invested. And he's he's like, based off of some, uh, you know, stuff that I've heard from people. Uh, <laughs> On the dark I think web. I want to check to see if birds masturbate and if they can have an orgasm. So he, so from this guy, he said that there, there are some species I such as crows. Flapping. Hey? <laughs> Flapping. <laughs> Flapping instead of fapping. Yeah. That's very good. Okay. That's really good. Sorry. Um, I just wanted to explain it for anybody. <laughs> I didn't uh, quite get it. You see? That's why I was explaining it. Now it works. I, I loved it. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, that makes it worse, doesn't <laughs> oh, it? Oh, so much worse. Now, there are some species, such as crows, where they can't find any evidence of masturbating at all. <laughs> right? But there are others, like parakeets, where it seems like they're it's really common. Right? Like some oh, people are reporting... I like, imagine, so there's two people that, like... You know, pitching for a PhD. Mm. A couple of guys known each other for years. Big rivalry. All right, we'll divvy it up. Matt, you do the parakeets. I'll do the crows. Yeah. How jealous I would be when your bird starts wanking and mine doesn't. Yeah. I'm watching it for weeks, months, And the parakeets years. can talk as well, right? Are they the talking ones? You're getting nothing. Yeah. So they they're both talking to you and flapping. Well, yeah. They're flapping and I'm, I'm just... Like flapping. Yeah. <laughs> they're, um, like, they're just going like, uh, Cocky is a pretty bird. <laughs> 
<laughs> and there's like footage of a guy on the same thing. It was like a, a guy with a bird on his foot. And it, it's like just rubbing itself off on his on his toe. Oh, yeah. Foot fetish. It's kind of going like this, like, like up and down. <laughs> like that. And the guy's like, I think. And then there's a bit at the end where it kind of like bring, gets its wings out. And then kind of like its beak kind of like opens and closes a little bit. And they're like, we think that that could be an orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> right? And so there's a lot of that. Because you can't know whether any other creature really does have uh orgasms they think in primates like in the 70s and 80s you could kind of get funding to, to to like study stuff like this where they'd be like they did test stuff out where they would basically stimulate a, <laughs> a chimp hell. and there would be some who would then willingly allow it to continue and then they could get to that point and they think that they've exper- they've seen chimps orgasm but you can't know if it's the same thing as yeah, a human yeah. orgasm or whatever i did a primates episode last month with seren mm. And uh, we found, or he found this article about uh, some researchers had found, uh, I think they were monkeys, mm. might have been apes, but they found these ones that were using stone tools as dildos, basically. Wow. Yeah. That's very exciting and rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, stone. Yes. Well, I don't know dildos, but sex toys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were using them to rub on. But yeah, you'd want them to be, yeah, it feels like not the right yeah material oh totally yeah yeah i mean there's and and, and in the in the birds i, right? should, I should say to which there aren't oh, yeah not to but, yuck anybody yeah no, not, not certainly no i mean i you know i you know i'd use one of those old stone tools if there was nothing else <laughs> nothing so, else are, feel, smooth so they're they're in the stone age quite mm. nice yeah so, that, so they're a long way off from the silicon age <laughs> yeah that's right yeah yeah but you know there'd be cucumbers and stuff yeah. like that <laughs> <laughs> the cucumber age. Yeah, no, you'd, I, you'd probably find a yam or something like that if you were just creative enough. <laughs> um, They're a little while away from the fleshlight age. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. But you know, that's that's peak age. Yeah, but you could probably just get a handful of leaves or something like that. It'd be better than a rock, maybe. <laughs> um, a handful of leaves. I don't know. I'm just thinking. You know, you're a you're a you're, you're a gorilla. You know, what's at hand? Leaves. You know, your your leaves, you know? Your hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your hand. I mean, you know, but you're, you know, you're already sitting there. You're probably using them to wipe your ass anyway. That's so true. Um, Do gorillas wipe their ass? I, I was trying to make that up on the fly. Um, so they found that like some things like parrots in captivity do get attached to particular things that they like to masturbate with, allegedly. And uh, maybe a favorite toy or part of the cage that they get really upset if it gets taken away. And sometimes they use their uh, owner's feet or head. Um, and But then somebody's got a theory here that says, it's also possible that birds may masturbate for different reasons than pleasure. There are reports of male birds sitting next to females and then starting to ma- masturbating, which might be part of a courtship display. Possibly some sort of, if I'm this good at sex on my own, imagine how great I'd be with you. Wow. <laughs> which that logic doesn't make sense to me, but, you know. Because um, well, you're looking at it through a human lens mm, where that's... that's- right harassment yeah <laughs> imagine this i mean but maybe that's the exact logic imagine that guys, this what do you think of this i think maybe you're right maybe that is why guys harass women and be like i'm just gonna go masturbate on a on a bus yeah and then maybe people will be like yeah wow. he's good at that oh. fucking hell look at him go they're with that just, stone <laughs> they're just slightly less evolved is that what you're thinking not, I'm not. I'm not criticizing their evolution. I'm saying their, their thinking is not, not that far from a. Uh, you're not criticizing the guys masturbating on the bus. I wouldn't dare. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't dare. We might all be that person one day. What? <laughs> yeah, right. You never know. You never know. Never I'm say never. I'm pretty confident. I'm pretty confident. <laughs> yeah. No, I won't be that guy. I have on a the funny bus. feeling, yeah. but 
So then there is one bird that they they are pretty sure does orgasm for sure, and it's the uh, red-billed buffalo weaver, uh, which has a phalloid organ that is like a fake dick that they don't put in during sex, but it seems to stimulate the ejaculation. So, but and they're one of the few birds that has like like sex for a really long time, like twenty minutes, thirty minutes, or something like that. And that but, is a long time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's like bloody a sting from the police. <laughs> yeah, that's tantric bird sex right there. Yeah, and and they've just found them kind of like just going for it. And I think they think maybe it's because like these birds like they have a lot of partners. Like there's like a there's a bit of polygamy kind of going on or whatever. And uh, and they think that maybe that could be like that the long sex is to occupy the female's time. So during that time, she's not getting impregnated by anybody else and things like that. Right. But, so the theory is like, if we're having sex all the time, no one else can have sex with you. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. <laughs> okay. It's a cool energy. Yeah. <laughs> but but they, they, they do reckon that these ones are the one bird that they feel like they've been able to confirm that does have orgasms. So I don't it's know. Because afterwards, the bird has a little cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, Thanks, baby. Yeah, I think I know what's going on here. <laughs> so I know this has gone on for a long time, but feel free to cut out this and many other things. Um, so there's one. I'll do one other cloaca, and then I'll do one other thing, and then I'm basically gonna wrap it. Just I found this interesting about the cloacas of alligators, which, by the way, are the, I think the most beautiful cloacas. Alligator really? Cloacas. If you're gonna okay. look at cloacas, because they've got that beautiful like underbelly uh, pattern, you know, and then yeah. and it also kind of gets really nice as you get closer, because they've just kind of just got a little slit. You know, that goes kind of like the same length of the body. You know, like it's kind of parallel with the length of the body. And I don't know, there's just like a nice... It, it looks it looks like a like a little coin pouch or something like that. You know, it looks beautiful. Anyway, <laughs> but I just found here that it turns out that um, a researcher, Diane Kelly, dissected the alligators and was surprised by what she found. Uh, she, uh, she found that the, the alligators had a seven centimeter long pasty white phallus under the, under the thing. And when she dissected the tissue, she found that uh, it was filled with a stiff, fibrous material called collagen. And then she filled the penis with saline fluid because normally in mammals, turtles and birds, inflating the vascular region of the penis with saline enlarges it, allowing them to see how the penis becomes erect. But when she did it with the alligator, there was no change in, in, in diameter. And so she realized that the alligator penises are just constantly erect. They just like live under the surface in a constant state of, of erection. Oh, and then she was like ch- trying to see how it popped in and out of the alligator's body. And so she was like, you know, she, she was dissecting, but she pulled on various tendons and muscles in the cloacal re- region and just found one set of muscles that caused the penis to just shoot out. <laughs> and then another set of tendons attaches to the base of the penis like rubber bands, she said. And as soon as those muscles relax, the penis gets whipped back into its original position. Whipped. Wow. Like that. So she was just like pulling on little things. And wow. then suddenly one goes, whoosh. Like that, like a trebuchet or something like that. Yeah, it's like a, like a the fastest gun in the West sort exactly. of thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what's happened. You could you could have a crocodile in the Magnificent Seven. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know, but that's for like point blank. Um, anyway. They have uh, other weapons. You know, their jaws are so strong. They're like, you know, got tons of energy or whatever mm. going down, but very weak going up. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that, that crazy? interesting. That's how, why why Steve Irwin was able yeah, to just, just hold, hold their jaws closed. Wild. Yeah. So <laughs> then, um, I came to the my, to my final endpoint, which is you know uh, getting to my dream, which was 
could humans have cloacas? Mm. Right. Great question. I would I would be up for it if they were somewhat customizable. Like I want the cooling oh, option. Yeah. I'd pay mm. more for that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah. I'd have that for sure. And, That's a premium model. Yeah. And I think that that might be a case in the future if we can advance them. But it turns out that some people do are born with cloacas. Right. Oh, there you go. And so because all human fetuses start off with a cloaca, but during normal pregnancy, it separates forming the all important urethra, anus, and the reproductive organs. But I think I think they're ahead. I think they're, they're the first signs of evolution. Well, wait until you read the rest of, the, you okay. the rest of this, right? So then one of the reasons the cloaca, cloaca can't work in humans is because we have a bladder. And so whereas other animals don't, and so in, in an animal, the cloaca, uh, the, the ureter <laughs> empties directly into the cloaca, right? And so there's no bladder. So that common area doesn't have stasis of urine, right? Because we hold urine in our bladder for long periods of time, right? So a tip, typical bladder holds urine in stasis until we're ready to let it out. So it's just sitting there. So this non-moving collection of urine that humans have is a big deal if a cloaca is present. Because in kids with cloacas, the problem is mostly that they get bacteria from like from oh, right. poop and stuff like that uh, into their bladder. And then the urine is static in there. And so then that starts causing infections right. in there, which then you also get urine reflex flux up into like the kidneys. So get rid of our bladders. Kidneys yes. infection. <laughs> get rid yeah. of the bladder. I mean, it is a huge benefit having bladders because then we can really piss whenever we want. We can hold large, large but like, amounts so of So birds, they just, they need a piss and it just happens. I think apparently you can train birds to hold piss in a, and a, a the, bit. Their piss and shit is the same, is it? Or? A lot of the time it's just a mixture of the two. Right. right? Um, so... Yeah, you can, but apparently it's not, it's bad for them. Um, and also, it's if you're a bird, you want to be getting rid of as much weight okay, as you can. Okay, get rid of time. our bladder and we wear like absorbent undies, like period undies or, or diapers. Like old timey yeah. undies. Yeah, old timey undies. <laughs> period undies, yes. <laughs> Me undies, the brand that often advertises on podcasts. Yep. Um, but apparently, this does happen in like one in 50,000 people. Uh, and one in how many? One in 50,000. So it's, it's relatively it's, common. Yeah, relatively common. And so a lot of the time, then that means that, you know, in the first few days of life, life, kids have to start getting surgery to try and fix it because it does create a lot of uh, lifelong problems and recurring damage to to the kidneys and then needs kidney transplants and things like that. And so if we are one day going to move towards cloacas, these are some of the issues that we're going to have to deal with. I think I've just solved a bit of it though. Yeah. I mean, you know what we could do? Get rid of the bladder. Yeah. I mean, that would be beautiful. Cut it out and put on period undies. Period undies. I mean, couldn't we just put... You don't even know. They're just like normal undies. You know what we could do? We could just have a big, like, you know, like, let's say we made a big fake um, perineum. Yep. That we just put under our... It goes from the front here, like kind of like undies, but it's made out of silicon, right? And you put it there. And it covers your whole butt. Yep. And it covers your genitals. Yep. And then you just poop and pee into that. Yeah. Right? And then at the bottom of the, the pyrenees, just put a little hole. Yeah. And then whenever you want to get rid of it, you just squirt it out. So you just sit in your own kind oh. of feces and piss. But it's like, well, but it soaks and it's sort of like... The... Oh, it doesn't soak. It just sits there. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the <laughs> smell's neutralized. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. And does it just like splush around in Splushes there? Splushes around and things like okay. that. But you would get to have a urethra that kind of works and you don't get infections. But I do. Not at least of your kidney. Don't maybe of I your already have skin. one that works? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah. yeah. No, I think she's got you there. <laughs> so, what, uh, what is a perineum? Well, I mean, we might have to um, see that at another on another episode. Okay. 
Um, I'm not asking you, me. I know. Really feeling. I just thought maybe they might be listening. Really feeling that perineum. No. Oh, they, that was that was the, the, the rhyme. That was going to be a rhyme. Yeah, yeah. Don't 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 put that in the. People episode. have suggested before heinous for anus. Heinous for anus. But I don't think heinous is quite the like. No, aren't the words yeah. meant to be some version of wanting it? Keen. Yeah, yeah. Keen. Even wacker. Wacker is like a that's bit on the edge, but I think that's still just. Yeah, work. I think wacker is like I've almost gone like I've gone stupid for cloaca. Yeah, you're like which, a like a salesman who's you know I'm dropped wacker. the prices too low. Yeah. If it's on the floor, it's out the door. I'm wacker for cloaca. Yeah. So yeah, I think that this one was already pushing it. Right. I mean, <laughs> um, so but but lit. Um, what about lit? Is, I think it works. Lit. Yeah, lit that felt lit. good. Yeah, yeah, felt yeah, good. yeah, yeah. I mean, that felt really good. That felt like you know I was filled with fire and energy. Other, they're still keen for Virgin, which some have suggested as well. Sure. So there's still there's still mm. you know I think the th- trilogy may become a quadrilogy and and. It's possible. I don't. Yeah, I guess we'll see how how uh, how this cloaca is received. I did. I did see someone was disappointed that um, they suggested Keen for Virgin and and were disappointed they didn't get a shout out on the Lipper Clit episode. I'm like oh, the clit and mm. the virgin. We need this episode because they didn't realize the clit and the the virgin are the virgin are different things. Yeah. So That's I think bad. you yeah. were needed here. Well, now they're getting a call out. About their misinformation, they're how misinformed they are. Mm. Yeah. Do you want to say their name? Ignorant, I dare say. <laughs> I can't remember the name. It was just I, a tweet or something. We, don't, we don't want them to be disappointed again. I'm sure I probably replied to them. Well, I think you'll find they're. Uh, the I'm not a scientist, but I am a feminist, yeah. and I know they're different things. So, just in in summary, yeah, cloacas, yeah, for them or against them. Oh, look, they have so little impact on my day to day life. Mm. Um, so I'm for them. Jeez, that's privilege, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, they, you don't think they impact your life, but what about all those chickens you eat? They've got mm. cloacas. I don't eat chicken. Okay. <gasps> <laughs> well, that's the most shocking Very thing I've shocking. learned today. Oh, so you eat sort of bigger birds. More, right? I eat you ostrich. eat big birds? Yeah. <laughs> big birds? <laughs> Don't do it, Jess. No, that's, that was me trying to do Big Bird, but then it sounded like they were from another country. Don't, don't do it, Jess. Don't eat me. Rob Schneider is yeah. Big Bird. Yeah. Wow. Hi. I, I don't know, know what do. Big Bird sounds Hi. like. I don't know. Oh, hey. I don't know. I can't do it. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't I, know. I can't remember. Hey, Snuffy. <laughs> oh, maybe. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. You hey, are good Snuffy. at this. <laughs> no, you're just copying Matt. Well, if Matt got it right. <laughs> Get your own. I want to be. I want people to be impressed with me no, the way well, that they were impressed with Matt. Do something impressive then. All right. That is impressive. Mostly the way he contorts his face and body to make those sounds, which is lost on a podcast audience, yeah. but a and delight for me. Seemingly unnecessarily too. <laughs> well, I'm trying to make it more impressive. That was the theme song from that pirate cartoon from like the 90s or 80s. Uh, I mean, it's a classic song. It's a, ta- it's, okay. the, it's the sailor's hornpipe. Okay. Yeah. That wasn't invented for that. That sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the old sailor's hornpipe. <laughs> uh, Alan answered you the question. I'm fully for them. Yeah, you're for them. That's great. Oh, they they're great. <gasps> yeah, I think. Look, I think they they really serve their purpose. I'm uh, um, I'm wacker for cloaca. Yeah, this is so great. The cloacal kiss. 
Oh, oh that's nice. The only way I want to kiss from now on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can. You probably can kiss cloacas exclusively if you choose to. Yeah, that's right. When I see that Ren backing it up, <laughs> come here, the baby. tail comes up, I'm like... <laughs> They're so small, you'd fit the whole bird in your mouth. I don't think you, you've got the kiss dexterity. Mm. Uh, Have you seen those lips? My goodness. Uh, he's the ninja warriors of kissing. <laughs> Just kiss them. I've been know, climbing up mountains and things like that, finding different animals, <laughs> pulling them from the sky, c- catching a bird with chopsticks, kissing it on the cloaca. <laughs> and then letting and then it go. <laughs> I don't. Have you seen Ninja Warrior? <laughs> climbing things, kissing them. <laughs> I'm a ninja lover, not a ninja warrior. <laughs> I'm a UFC I'm a UFC lover, not a UFC fighter. <laughs> <laughs> this show is writing itself out. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's something funny about you doing a bit about how you uh you you separate all your excretors. Yeah. You need different <laughs> yeah. things yeah. Well. I think okay. there's something in that. All right. Well I'm writing bits here. If you want to go come and see my stand up show, it's gonna have that bit you've already heard. <laughs> and but- you're gonna you'll know where it where it came from. <laughs> Which is nice. It's nice to know the origin story. That's why it's what Marvel's based most of its, uh, you know, whole universe on. Well, Al, that was an amazing report. Uh, you've done it again. <laughs> Thank can you. Can I say that? I, th- you know, I was wondering, can he do it for the third time? And you did it. You did it. Thank you so much. Who, who would have thought that I could talk about a genital for so long? This is like that movie trilogy where each one was better than the last yeah you wow. think so yeah which trilogy was that like terminator this is like terminator 3 yeah yes. the best one <laughs> god that was a good one uh but al before you go uh where can people find you you can find me at alistair tb on twitter a l a s d a i r t b uh, you can find me at the to to the think tank podcast where of course the uh, cloaca is the official orifice <laughs> Uh, and I just did a search before. I thought there would be episode titles called Cloaca, but there aren't any. There's not. Well, I mean, but I want you to know that we're going to pepper Cloacas all the okay. way through. If you're a Cloaca lover like myself. But um, when this, by the time this episode comes out, can mm. you put together a list of, do you have the notes? You'd have a, a like a searchable doc and uh, you could just give we, us a list of all the Cloaca relative. Yeah, I will. I'll try to related, do that. Related uh, episodes. I'll see. I'll see if I can do that. That's basically all of them though, isn't it? it Every episode we try to mention the cloacas at least once or, you know, whether or not. And from now on in a more educated way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not, these days it's like you're going to see such high art come out of our cloaca stuff. Wow. Uh, I'm going to be talking about different genitals poking out of the cloacas, mm-hmm. something I didn't know could happen. Um, yeah. I mean, you're you're about to you're about to have your minds revolutionized by yeah. my Whoa. mouth. And babe. <laughs> People uh, can also look forward to your Melbourne International Comedy Festival show. That's right. My name is Alistair Trombley Virgil. How do you do? It's good to see you here. <laughs> By the way, I'm not Alistair. That's right. Yeah, it's basically that. Alistair Trombley Virgil in Alistair Trombley Virgil. No relation. Yes. See you there in about five months' time. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you very much for everything, and I hope that your lives go well. <laughs> Al, we'll see you again. No, no. Well, we're friends. You have to leave this room. Best friends? (laughs) Well, we're friends. We're friends. I said friends, and that'll do. Well, that brings us to everyone's favorite section of the show uh, where we get to spend a little time thanking our fantastic Patreon supporters. If you want to get involved, 
go to patreon.com slash do go on pod. And the first thing we like to do is the fact, quote, or question section, which has a little jingle. It goes something like this. Fact, quote, or question. He always remembers the ding. She always remembers the jingle. And uh, if you get involved on the Sydney Schomburg level or above, uh, you get to give us a fat quote or a question or a brag or suggestion or a recipe or whatever you like, really. Uh, you also get to give yourself a title. I read four out each week. I read them for the first time as I read them on the show. Here we go. The first one comes from Nick Brennan, a.k.a. your friendly Pepsi man. <laughs> cool. I'm more of a Coke Zero kind of girl. Oh, there you go. I'm more of a Coke Spacito kind of guy. Okay, well, that's not a cola at all. So Yeah, I don't like that cola. I but I like... you'd be an RC cola man. <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, I'm not a cola guy either. And the question comes from Nick. Although I used to drink Pepsi, uh, with Jim Beam when I, uh, used to drink that way. All right. So. Badly. (laughs) Yeah. Awful. When I used to drink badly. Uh Uh-huh. All right. So, (laughs) uh, Nick Brennan has a question, which is, Hey guys, it's been a while since I've been able to get back on here, but I have a question for you. What is one thing you did as a kid that you never told your parents about. Uh, he goes on to answer his own question, which we always encourage here at the Fat Quota Question section. Uh, shall I read on? Yeah. While you're thinking, mine would ha- uh, mine would be that I once rode my bike to my friend's house while my mum was sleeping. She worked third shift and played WWF on N64. It's Nintendo 64, I believe. Whoa! On my way home from my friend's house, I was crossing a street. And a car pulled up and stopped, but I didn't get stopped in time. This resulted in me hitting the car with my bike, flipping over the hood oh. and hitting the windshield oh. and landing on the other side of the car. I wonder if this was a glass windshield or a leather one. <laughs> uh, I was able, it doesn't say the timeline, yeah, but Nintendo old. 64 is quite a while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't remember <laughs> if, which came first, glass windscreen technology or, or the 64. Uh, I was able to get up immediately and told the driver I was just fine and rode slash walked my bike back home two miles. I then parked my bike on the garage, I guess in the garage, and laid down on my bed incredibly sore. My mum, unless it on the garage like you parked on the roof. Yeah, probably. Or it could even just be a terminology thing where Nick's from. Because, you yeah. know, in, in New York they say they waited online. When we would say waited in line. What? Yeah, weird, right? Is that true? I believe so, Or are yeah. you talking about they were on a computer? Yeah, what do they do on, <laughs> on the computer? Are they in line on the computer? I've been waiting online at the post office for 14 hours. What, and what about... I've never heard that. Online? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what Matt, are they... you're wrong! I'm waiting online here! No, what? I think they still say in line. And what do they call in line roller skates? Yeah. <laughs> And what, do they, co- what do they, they color within when they're using a coloring book? In the lines or on the lines? <laughs> That's very confusing. <laughs> it's a topsy-turvy world well, over think, there in the Big Apple. I think you're wrong. But anyway, keep No, keep, I think they're wrong. No, I think you're wrong. But keep reading. <laughs> uh, so, walked off, parked his bike on the garage. Lying down in a lot of Laid down, incredibly sore. My mom, M-O-M, so it could be a New Yorker. Uh, my mom... New Yorker. <laughs> my mom woke up. I should read it in his accent. I think it would be I, disrespectful. I think just I finished, I just my finished. mom woke oh up and oh had seen my boy. Oh my god! <laughs> my boy, <laughs> mom. And I told her I went too fast around a what curve are you doing? <laughs> and hit the gravel and went down. Wipe out! 
To this day, she has no idea what really happened. Don't worry, she doesn't listen to podcasts, so the secret is still safe. Thanks again for all that you guys do. I love listening to the podcast each week and have been through the back catalog at least three or four times now. Thank you so much, Nick. That's a beautiful tale. Is it a beautiful tale? Is a child getting hit by a car and then the car driving off and then him lying to his mother? It's a beautiful tale. He told the driver to drive off. That's a beautiful tale of an adult trusting a child. Yeah. And treating that child with respect. I can't think of anything I didn't tell mum. I had a similar one. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I don't know if I've told this story on here before, but I um, it was Red Nose Day. Uh-huh. Did I don't know if you celebrate Red Nose Day? Red Nose Day. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so yeah, we um at primary school we were um, getting ready for the big uh, Red Nose Day performance. Uh huh. And I was I was playing the part of the King Clown. Sure. And it was sort of like a, a talent show. Yeah. But uh, for some reason there was the pretense that there was a King and Queen Clown. Yes. And. Uh, so we're on the stage facing the performers, and this is a dress rehearsal, and one of the four legs was hanging off the edge of the stage, and I leant back and fell off the stage. And much like Nick, uh, when people said, are you all right? I said, yep, yep, I'm fine. And I didn't tell anyone that I was bleeding uh, <laughs> on my stomach. I had a, like a cut on my uh, stomach area, and I didn't, you know, I just didn't tell anyone. So I just was in pain for a while, for a few days, maybe that week. Did the show go on? The show went on. As it must? Yeah. Well, that was just a dress rehearsal, so no audience or anything. Yeah. Or maybe is that not what a dress rehearsal is? And when people are like, that's a dress rehearsal. Because that sounds like a very funny slapstick moment. They're like, that's why we made you the king clown. (laughs) You are the king clown. He's really committed (laughs) to the This guy's got it. He's a method clown. Yeah. Um, A meth clown. (laughs) A meth clown. Wow. And you you never admitted that you were in pain? No. God, kids are dumb. Yeah, well, you, I don't. I think it was the embarrassment. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't tell my parents. I'm sure they would have, you know. Yeah. Probably helped you. Help me put some debt hole on it or yeah, something. Yeah, chuck some debt hole on there. Yeah. Dave, do you have anything you haven't told your parents? Uh, just when he, because you said he was sneaking out a few times. You know, went out and you know snuck out of the house as friends. That Did I you never told them about? And I. You had friends. Yes. You th- thank you. And the only one I can remember of, it certainly wasn't as uh, uh, as epic as being hit by a car. But I remember once we, I had, I met up. I had a friend over. Then we met up with two other friends, and then we wanted to go to the pancake parlor because it's open twenty four hours. You can go at any mm. time. Where can get? Where can you get a steak at three a.m.? Was the tagline. Great. Even though they sold pancakes. Yeah, but you could get a Not steak here. there. You <laughs> could get a steak there at three a.m. It'd be very funny if they it didn't was do thinly steaks. sliced steak on a pancake. Ah, disgusting. Bruschetta. <laughs> and uh, we we waved down. <laughs> Still not bruschetta. <laughs> yeah, gosh. What prosciutto. Is it? Prosciutto. Man, I get those two confused. I just remember we waved down a taxi, which is wild for Eltham. There'd never be any of them. And then we we're like, take us to the pancake parlor, but we can only pay, you know, 35 bucks. That's all we've got. And it got us about halfway there. And we're like, all right, I guess we're walking the rest of the way to the pancake parlor. This feels like a teen movie. Like yeah. the premise for a... 35 bucks got you half of the way. 35 bucks is a fair bit in the yeah, taxi. Look, I'm making up the number I know, there. but like to get you half yeah. by back then. then as and well. And then you're going to have to walk all the way back. And do you have any money now for the pancakes? 
We saved steak. enough for the pancakes and the steak. This is um the only other thing I remember from that night is we actually waved it down from a service station, a BB service station. And so it was me and my friend and then two, uh, he's a guy, and then two girls. And as we're getting into the taxi, some uh, slightly older teen, teenage boys came out of the uh, BP service station and said, hey, ladies, why don't you come and hang out with some real men? <laughs> Which is so funny looking back. So They're funny. probably like 16, 17 years old. Some real hey, men. Some real, yeah. I've got eight chest hairs. <laughs> oh, so good. I never thought about that. Hey, I was a real man. And did they? Absolutely not. We went to halfway to the pancake parlor. Yeah. Like a real man would. That's right. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful tale. Anyway, that's the first thing that came to my mind that I've never told my parents. And hello, Dad. I know you sometimes listen to this. Yeah, I did just think of something that I I didn't tell them. Or, well, because my, my grandparents had a like a beach house that we would, the whole extended family used all the time. And I was 18 or something. And so, because I could drive myself. And I, I was, I told my parents I was going down with a group of friends. But it was just me and my boyfriend. <laughs> Whole group's going. There'll be so many There'll be people. The, you know who's going, like, Lenny will be there, all these trustworthy friends. I'm going to Mac everyone there. There'll be heaps of people. Don't worry. Heaps. We're going to Mac on. Gonna, Were gonna... you saying Mac? Is that... Yeah. Was that not in the lingo? No. You never Macked anyone? No, yeah, I'm sure we Macked. And then do you, do you come home and you're like, oh, gosh, it was so fun. Lenny was like tearing it up on the beach. You and, know like, what Lenny's Chris... like. We just, we just like, we just hung out, read some books. Very chilled that weekend. Yeah. So yeah. So relaxed. All of us. All. <laughs> all the all whole group. I think even in the in the visitor book, I wrote like Jess and friends. They had a visitor book. Yeah, yeah. It was cute. Loved the visitor book, and it was just the immediate. It was just the extended family that used it. So the visitor book was kind of pointless, but it was it was fun. Everybody always wrote in it and was, would be like, "This is what we did." And you're an adult at this point. As yeah, well. yeah, 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 yeah. But my boyfriend wasn't allowed to stay over at my house. But at your holiday house. At the house. holiday house. Mm, yeah. On holiday, there's a lot less rules on holiday. Mm. So sorry, mum and dad. But also, you probably definitely knew that. Uh, thank you so much for that question, Nick. Uh, next one comes from Ben Oliver, a.k.a. Archduke of Milk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's great. And uh, Archduke of Milk. Oh, short question here. Why are you also pretty good at everything? <laughs> Okay, you haven't seen me try to drive a manual. I'm excellent. Exactly. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, much better than pretty good. No, no, no. Why are you Is also- that the, that's the question? Yeah. Oh, 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 okay. Well, um... Is he making fun of us? No, I think... Oh, maybe. It's pretty good, uh... Why are you all pretty good at everything? No, I think that's that's all right. It's just a genuine question? I'd say that's quite true. Like, I'm a bit of a jack of all trades. I'm not... I'm not great at anything you know but i'm capable in a lot of things what am i great great at uh exactly triple j radio nah again i'm average you're average like i'm fine i'm fine perfectly capable as good as like the average person walking off the street no as as average as if you take all the triple j presenters average out skill level i'm somewhere in the middle yes the problem there is you're taking high achieving very capable absolutely not true Absolutely not true. Oh, you're saying the rest of the Triple J people aren't high achieving? No, no, no. I'm just saying they're just people. Right. People who can press a button and talk into a microphone. You're yes. doing that right now. But they've all been cast because of their skill level. Mm. So true. Because I once, you know, I I uh, applied to do a radio course and they knocked me back because of my voice. See? Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't be in there. Was that a radio course that you were paying for? Yeah. <laughs> they're like, mate. It was, keep, it was curated. Keep your you money. Know, there was only a certain amount of spots 
I wish that, yeah, it was funny that they gave me the reason of my voice. I'm like, well, I can't change that. Can't change that. You also talk for a living now, so. <laughs> yes, and I probably wrong. no one else who ever did that course does that, so. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, I would say I don't, yeah. So, would, yeah, Jess, are you, do you have a reason why you're pretty good at everything then? A reason? Yeah, well, oh, that's yeah, what okay. he's asking. Genetics. My dad says the same thing about himself. Right. Jack of all trades. Yeah. Capable at just about everything. Oh my God, I don't feel capable of nearly anything. Okay, but like you got up the stairs today, didn't you? You drove a car here. Wow, this is you a You feed real, yourself. This is such a low bar. It totally is though, because you're not amazing at anything. But pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good at going up the stairs? Yeah. yeah. And honestly, it, it's I struggled because yesterday, <laughs> I think I broke my third largest toe when I kicked a stool that was in a place where also the stool is kept. smallest toe. Yeah, wait, I thought he meant of, of both feet, so somehow <laughs> his second all. biggest toe on one of his feet We've is slightly bigger than... Yeah, and also my did. second favourite toe. Oh, okay. Third largest, second favourite toe on the right foot. Right, I'm so sorry. Um, And I'm hobbling around Yeah, because I kicked a stool that okay. was like, you know, in the corner of a room where a perfectly fine place to be. Yeah, it was a dumb thing It wasn't thing the stool's fault. No, definitely my fault. Okay, I think you're both just mis- purposefully misinterpreting what I'm trying to say. Um in that none of us are good at anything, but we're all fine. Know what but I mean? it's, it's not all fine. It's pretty good. Yeah, what's that? What's the scale? I think pretty good's above fine, isn't it? And everything as well. I'm sure there's there's got to be there's got to be plenty of things I'm not pretty good at. Mm. Yeah, I can't fold a piece of paper in half. Taking Shutting my mouth. Yeah, Jesus Christ. I'm not pretty good at that, for instance. I uh, love the question, though. Thanks so much, Ben, and I appreciate your support. Thanks, Ben. We're falling apart here. <laughs> Uh, the next one comes from Angelo Del Guducci or Gudaisi. Guducci. And Angelo is uh, also the commander of the Flying Hellfish and offering <laughs> us a fact, writing, Hey, Rowdy, Bop, and Cobra. Hey. Normally only family calls me Rowdy. Fun fact incoming. Okay. Yes, Jess. I it's will fun. Decide. Yep. I know you guys love a good World War II badass, mm-hmm. and who doesn't love a good submarine-related fact? Well. In World War II, while being led by Commander Eugene B. Flukey. What? <laughs> Eugene B. Flukey. Uh, the USS Barb sunk 17 <laughs> enemy vessels. This I'm... I would. I normally don't fact check, but this sounds like bullshit. Everything you said so far <laughs> is that seems, short for Barbara? Yeah. Do they normally shorten names for submarines? Yours is Barbara. Uh, so sunk seventeen enemy vessels, totaling ninety six thousand six hundred twenty eight tons, including the Japanese aircraft carrier Unyo. The Barb's list of accomplishments also contain rescuing fourteen Australian and British prisoner of war survivors. On her 12th and final patrol, she landed a party of carefully selected crew members who stormed onto Japanese soil and rigged a bridge with train tracks to explode. Okay. <laughs> and rigged a bridge with train tracks to explode. The- <laughs> Explosive train tracks. I thought tracks. They, they rigged the bridge with train tracks. <laughs> like, like okay. this will get them. Hey, <laughs> 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 eh? this is going to confuse them. They're gonna be like, Those train tracks weren't there before. When the train finally came, it was edging. Uh, Captain Fluky detonated. Oh, Captain Fluky detonated the charges, successfully destroying the train. The USS Barb remains the first and only submarine to successfully sink a train in World War Two. <laughs> That's pretty. Well, I mean, I can't say, but that, I mean, it's grim as well. But I'd love to hear from Jess if uh, that is pretty fun. Okay. I, and I confirm it's grim. <laughs> uh, 
finishes by saying, huge shout out to my brother Jerry for introducing me to the pod. Love ya, you big cunt. <laughs> Cheers. Jerry! I don't read him, so I read him. I can't be in control of that. Oh, come on. I mean, he said Jerry. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because we're shouting Sorry, that's the... my nickname. Jerry! <laughs> no, no, Jerry is the big... C. The big C. The big C. Uh, Sorry about that, Jerry. I'm well, not... Uh, can we bleep that in the edit, whoever's editing? All right. Nah. Uh, William Neeson gives us the final one. <gasps> Liam Neeson. Liam. Will Liam Neeson? Oh, yeah. Will Liam Neeson. I literally only put this together the other day that Liam is a shortening of William because Liam Neeson's name is William. I only put this together right now. I know. Liam. Wow. I love the name Liam. William. Isn't that funny? Because it, it makes way more sense than so many shortenings. Exactly. This also came up in my life in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Was it from looking up Liam Neeson because no, he was in Dairy Girls season three? He was, was in Dairy Girls. Oh, I got to watch that. Great. I love that show. So, will Liam Neeson, uh, <laughs> aka Senior VP of Filling This Slot So I Can Finish This Survey, has offered <laughs> a... I love that you're calling it a survey. Uh, William is offering us a fact as well, writing... Hello, Matt, Jess, and Dave. A lot more formal uh, than Angelo was. Mm. Hello, Matt, Jess, and Dave. Hope you're all well. Thought I'd reach out now because you recently mentioned my hometown of Minnetonka, Minnesota. Yes, I love it. I'm obsessed with that. My fun fact can be that Minnesota has lots of towns that begin with Minna because in the native Sioux language, that means water. Minneapolis means sky blue waters and Minnetonka means big waters. Ah. There are more Minnetrista, Minnewashta, etc. But the point is made. <laughs> hope, <laughs> hope, your na- uh, hope your North American tour can include Minnesota or Minneapolis. No, which is the state? Minnesota. He's just written MN. Right. I mean, don't trust me with that. Don't you dare trust us with that. Because <laughs> I think that one confuses me more than any other. I have to say in my head, Minnesota or Minneapolis? Mm. Minneapolis? No, Minnesota is the same Minneapolis. Uh, it is, in fact, called the Jewel of the Midwest for a reason. Don't know what that reason is. <laughs> Thanks for everything that you guys do. Will Liam Neeson, thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. Will Liam Neeson. I'm looking at Minnetonka because I'm just absolutely in love with it. But uh, it says it's the home of Cargill, the country's largest, the United States' pro- largest privately owned company. Oh. What? In terms of revenue. Wow. It's, bigger than Trump big, Tower? Even bigger. Oh. If it were a public company, it would rank, as of 2015, number 15 on the Fortune 500. Bloody Huge. hell. That's big, I suppose. That Not big, that I understand. I then I'm reading from Google. Google? But, I mean, are a lot of those companies just um, offshore to avoid tax? One of their public companies where you can buy shares. Oh, I see what you're saying. I've, when you said public, I'm like, how big are their like, publicly owned things over yeah. there? But, the, <laughs> I don't, yeah, anyway. Jeez, how big is their PTV? I'm also looking up New York wait online. And Grammophobia comes up with, why do New Yorkers stand, quote, online? You are correct, sir. Thank you. Why would you, why would you look that up? And validate what you're saying. <laughs> I really appreciate that you look that up. I'm because... doing it because we're going to get lots of people. We still are because it's been like 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, well. They've already tweeted and now they're going to hear this and be like, oh, well, I've uh, already tweeted it. Yes, I hope you reply to your tweet with an apology. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say accepted. And I will say not accepted. Okay. 
Uh, thank you so much for those fat quota questioners. Uh, we, yeah, we love these. Uh, so if you want to get involved, the Sydney Schoenberg level is where you want to head to. Uh, the next thing we like to do is shout out to a few of our other great supporters who are on the uh, arse prod level or above. Or above. And uh, yeah, so normally Jess comes up with a game based on the topic. Hmm. What are you thinking this week, Popper? <laughs> it's a tough one on hmm. an episode like this, isn't it? I can't think of uh, any other jokes or riffs we had throughout. Yeah, I guess we had reptiles and birds. We could give them one of those. Could give them a reptile or a bird? Yeah, we could give them a new orifice. A new orifice? <laughs> yeah. Give them all do cloacas? Do you think we've got nine new no, orifices in us? No, I don't think we do. Um, we could give them. We could give them a sex move. Okay. Like the... Cloaca kiss. Yeah, that's brilliant. That's <laughs> fantastic. That. But we do not, and I, I'm saying we do not need to explain what it is. Yeah, that's fantastic. Okay, that'd so be you a just bit say much. the name of say it. Say the name of it. Rest is imagination. That's right. That's fantastic. All hey, right. before we get into that, these Patreon people are—they are on the list of people that will receive a, a Duga One Christmas card this year. If you sign up to our Patreon at that level or above, the shout-out level or above, you can also be on that list. But you have to do it by the end of this month, mm. which there's only a few days left. Yeah, so we get encourage involved. you to get involved at patreon.com if you want us to send you a Christmas card anywhere in the world we're getting onto it early this year so hopefully most places in the world will get it before Christmas no guarantees uh, yeah but you'll you know most of you will get it sometime pending your local postage yeah, that's right. service yeah if your local person is a prick who steals mail that's not our fault yeah no, a us. Newman type yeah <laughs> waiting online somewhere uh, so if I may kick us off, I'd love to thank from Hawker in the Australian Capital Territory, it's Claire O'Leary. The Bleary O'Leary. Oh, oh the Bleary God. O'Leary. I mean, I know we can't ask about it, but we can imagine about it. <laughs> wow. Just can't control our thoughts. Can't do Not it. Not yet. You can do anything up here. <laughs> <laughs> the Bleary O'Leary. Yep. I'd love to also thank from Brompton in South Australia, Emma Pringle. Oh, it's a good Oh, the can. Oh, the can. Just I love the can. it. Once you pop, you can't yeah, stop. I was, I was going to do some sort of pop, you can't stop, but the can is But I think, I think both are true. Yeah. When you're doing the can, once you pop, yeah, you can't exactly. stop. That's all you're doing forever from now on, the can. Wow. It's that good. It's life-changing. That yeah. isn't I love both. Claire O'Leary, Emma Pringle, fantastic names. Very from Nary Warren South in Victoria. Jeez, it's all been Aussie so far. I'd love to thank Catherine. Catherine. The Ring-a-Ding-Dinger. Ooh, one of my personal faves. <laughs> oh, really? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can Sorry, I Catherine. So- uh, just didn't mean that uh, about you. No, not about you. She wasn't saying you're not one of her favourites, I don't think. Yum, not yucking a yum. Yeah, that's right. Um, may I also thank some people? That would make my heart sing. <laughs> I would love to thank, from location unknown, Ooh. so we can only assume deep within the fortress of the moles, Laura Robinson. Oh, here's to you, Laura Robinson. What about the the lemon head? The oh, lemon yeah. head. Hey, that's good stuff. You do you. Yep. A little sour, but effective. Yeah, it is effective. Sa- sour but tasty. Um, I would also love to thank from Palmer in Ohio. Oh, God's country itself. Carl Deadenback. Oh, the back to front. Oh, yeah, the back to front. Back spelled B-A-C-H, like dead and back? Yeah, the bark to front. The bark to front. The bark to front. Would you like to do the bark to front? 
Of course. It's really beautiful. And finally for me, I would love to thank from Flitwick in Great Britain. Oh, hello, hello from Flitwick. Flitwick. Come on down to Flitwick. Oh, run the Flitwick fish and chippy shop. Come and get some chippies. You want a chip butty? <laughs> Come on down to Flitwick. And that is a spot on impression of Lindsay Olds. Oh, yeah, Dave. What's the Lindsay Olds manoeuvre? Uh, what about the fish and or chip? <laughs> you be the fish, I'll yeah. be the chip. Yeah. Or the other way around. <laughs> Seagulls invited. <laughs> it's fun for, the, fun for the whole everyone. I was going to say family, that's weird. <laughs> that is weird, but it's fun for the ev- whole. all consenting adults involved. <laughs> yeah, exactly. However many that is, H-O-L-E. that's up to you. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I would like to thank, uh, we're staying, no, we're not staying, we're staying in a, in a UK sounding place. I saw oh. London, then I saw it, it is also from Ohio, London, Ohio. Man, I love how Ohio has gotten behind this podcast. Yeah. I loved Ohio anyway. It does feel like an inordinate amount of, inordinate amount of people from that state, right? Mm-hmm. We appreciate your sport so much. It might be that thing, What there's a certain like uh, psychological Genesis thing. Where, a certain genetic <laughs> Where you've, if you if you're looking for something or you you are conscious of it, then yep. you'll see it everywhere. But yeah, I do. I, man, I love Ohioans. Yeah, and uh, this one we love particularly is Jessica Peters. Uh, the uh, the JP. S- scoop and <laughs> the JP scoop and sprinkle. Oh, <laughs> my imagination is running wild. Yeah. I'm thinking Peters ice cream. Sure, but the scoop makes me actually think of like. Scooping dog shit. Oh, I mean, in my head, it was scooping ice cream. Yeah. And sprinkling. hundreds and thousands yeah, on top. Sprinkles, yeah. That sounds messy, but delicious. Delicious. Uh, just JP's special special occasions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll put a mat down. <laughs> uh, bring things back home now from Croydon here in Victoria, Montana Donato. Oh, that's oh a good God. name. That is a freaking good that name. My brain feel nice. Oh, say it again. Montana Donato. Oh, that is nice. The Donato potato. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's when you feel it a little lazy. Yeah. A little less moving. Rolling into a ball. <laughs> well, I mean, potentially. I'm just uh, not explaining it. <laughs> That's what I'm picturing. That's what I'm picturing. <laughs> Thanks, Montana Donato. Fantastic. And finally, I would like to thank from Suffolk. From Barry St. Edmunds in, Barry St. Edmunds. in Great Britain. <laughs> in Suffolk. It's in, oh, it's Suffolk. <laughs> um, and we should remind people that Matt and I are about to head over to the UK <laughs> for two and a half weeks. From November 8th to November 20th, you can see us in Glasgow, Leeds, Manchester, Bristol, Birmingham and London. And this is a, it's a loving impersonation, a loving um, spot yes, on impersonation. Right. I wonder if we'll be visiting uh, in Barry St. Edmunds, Nell Hall. Nell Hall. What uh, a great name. Yeah, Barry St. Edmunds. There's got to be something with Barry. Barry right? St. Edmunds. Uh, the uh, saint up to its neck. <laughs> the saint up to its neck? Yeah. <laughs> Barry deep. <laughs> the saint up to its neck. So sexy. That is, so sexy. <laughs> is that like in Playboy's top 20 yeah. sex moves? The berries. Saint up. up to no, it. it's just Saint up to its neck. <laughs> I love it. Saint up to its neck. Yeah. Hey, baby. You say to your do partner, you want to come over for a bit? <laughs> I know it sounds bad, but it's so good. <laughs> it's the Sutton. We're doing a Sutton. Saint up to its neck. Thank you so much to Nell Montana, Jessica, Lindsay, Carl, 
Laura, Catherine, Emma, and Claire. And the last thing we like to do on the show is welcome a few people into the Triptych Club. Bit of theatre of the mind here. We've set up a club that you get life membership to if you are on the shout-out level or above for three straight years. And in this club, you've got access all areas. Jess, what, what, just describe how you see this club. I, I view it as a, a, a cool airport lounge. So there's a bar, um, there's food, there's plenty of, there's a variety of seating options, couches, more straight up seats for eating, and then also some even more loungy ones. Yes. Um, we've got beanbags, we've got everything you could possibly want. At the back, there are beautiful state of the art bathrooms, showers, every, you know, like just. Totally freshen up, enjoys little sleeping pods. We've got a dance floor. We've got everything you could possibly There's want. There's no VIP area. It's all VIP it's all area. Because everyone in there is a VIP. Correct. Very important Perkins. <laughs> You've, official. It's official, is it? Does yes. everyone get like a little badge saying that or something? The Perkins no. family? No. You just know. They've got an aura. Perkinses? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I might meant people entering the club, but sure, sure, sure. You but definitely... I had just said very important Perkins, and then you said, "Oh, it's official." Do people get a batch? So, like, what? How did you change back to anyway? So, there's food, drink options. Um, this time, I am serving everything in glass uh, duck vaginas. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> Pretty cool. That is actually that is so beautiful yeah, and classy. Yeah. Really classy. Are we using like classy. corkscrew straws? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. so you can get. You drink. You can get right in there. Get right in there. Get the bottom bottom bits. <laughs> Did you know? I saw this re, uh, on Twitter this week that uh, they in America they think of uh, wine bottles that don't have a cork as being shitty cheap wines. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but nearly all wines have screw tops, but that's only in Australia apparently. Yeah. It's oh. like a sign of it being a crappy wine over there. Feels like they're from the past. That's how people used to talk 20 years ago here. Mm-hmm. I love being ahead of America. <laughs> Feels good. Yeah, they wait online. They drink, they drink corks. Cor- yeah, you battle with a corkscrew to get to your wine. Just crack that. Just crack that lid, baby. It's easy. Uh, all right. So, are we ready to induct? We've also got a musician dropping by. Oh, of course. Sorry, none Apologies. other. Performing on this very stage tonight. What's he got? One of my favorite artists. It is none other than Craig David is dropping by. Craig David. The Craig David. Get the fuck out. He's walking away from his other life. He's hitting the stage. Wow. What's his flavor? Tell me. What's his flavor? <laughs> what a guy. He's around our age. I think he's about. He's only about 40 now, I believe. Let me oh, look is him he? Up. I thought he was He's younger. 41. Oh, okay. But his first album came out in the year 2000. Jesus Christ. So he was very young. Wow. And his him. album? Born to do it. Oh yeah, Seems that's sexy. That's, that is that's very hot. sexy. <laughs> that is hot. That is hot. All right. All right. Are we ready? Yep. Uh, so the way it works is I'm standing at the door. I read out the names. They're welcomed in. Dave's on the stage. MCing. He's pumping it up. He's pumping you up. He's ready to do it. Who's born to do it? And <laughs> <laughs> my memory can't even go back 13 seconds. <laughs> Uh, and so he's going to hype you up once you enter, and Jess is hyping Dave up because he needs a little bit of a zhuzh. Which is what I call when I squeeze Dave's butt. <laughs> in a you. supportive manner. Zhuzh it up. Nothing creepy. Yep, inflate it. All yeah. right, firstly, from Glenroy in Victoria, please welcome in Beck Taylor. Uh, check, please. More like Beck, please. Yes! From Toronto in Canada, it's Emma Hargrave. <laughs> oh, Toronto. 
Oh, I was trying to do, oh, no, you didn't. Was, no, Toronto, you didn't. There it is. It's yes, Emma Hargraves. Yes, yeah, yes, this yes. is also a workshop. Woo! I just said that. <laughs> oh, Toronto, you didn't. There See, that, that, if I'd done that. Yeah, you did, which you did. Eventually, you, so you got there. Yes. Oh, Toronto, From you didn't. Emma Hargraves. Rosebud in Victoria, Australia. It's Ashling Marone. It's Ashling Marone. More like Cashling Marone, am I right? Dollar bills, yeah, money, gun, money gun's going off. From Dronfield in Great Britain, it's Chris Wig. <laughs> Chris Wig, here he is. More like Chris Big. Big guy. <laughs> Mr. Big guy. Mr. Wig, Mr. Big. Big energy. Uh, also from Rosebud in Victoria, it's a, somehow it's again, it's Ashling Marone. <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> More <That's>... like <laughs> Ashling Marone. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> My system is flawless. Is there a pos- is there a possibility is it different Ashling Marone from Rosebud? That'd be no, crazy. that's me- I've mucked that up, I'm pretty sure. No, but- you haven't. Woo! <laughs> Could be two Ashling Munros. And finally, please welcome in from Oak Creek in I reckon Wisconsin in the United States. Edie Coon. Edie Coon. I was feeling needy Coon, but now I've got Edie Coon. Yes, you're well, all I needy. You're all I needy, Edie. Welcome yeah. in, Edie, Chris, Ashling, Emma, and Beck. Woo! Make yourselves at home. Grab one of our multiple chairs. <laughs> so many. Wow, grab it. Grab, grab it. it. It's yours. Take a oh, seat. Well, you can take your chair home with yeah, you. You can't home. leave. You can't leave. But you if take you could, your chair you home could, with you take. to your new home, which is yeah. the bar. Just like, find a spot. In the bu- yeah, yeah, just be careful of the stools in the corners. Oh my god, you will break a toe. Third largest. Second oh, favourite. That brings us to the end of the episode. Uh, Jess, what do we need to tell people before we go? That, if they would like to suggest a topic, they can do so at dogoonpod.com. That is our website. That's where you'll also find merch, information about live shows. You can um, look at all our previous episodes and... Look at them. Look at them. <laughs> Just look at them there. Wow, there's a list. There's heaps of them. Um, and, yeah, you can suggest a topic. You can find us at Dugo on Pod across all social media. And we love you. And remember to wash your butt. And Dave, boot this baby home. Hey, we'll be back next week with another blockbuster no blow vember special but until then i'll say thank you so much for listening and goodbye (laughs) no blow vember sounds like you're you're taking the month off (laughs) bye hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. Mm.